Would you kindly sit back, relax, and enjoy the show? Gamers, enthusiasts, and naysayers thereupon, this is Modern Escapism, The Gotti Show. players and welcome to the first of our special best of month. My name is Oodles and we're starting with a bang, the game of the year. Joining me on this voyage, he puts the B in BFG, it's Biggie. Haha, what's up? <laughs> Wait, don't open that door, it's Gadget. Oh, chill sandwiches all over the place. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> W-A-S-D, she's the girl for me. It's Candy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and he was really enjoying podcasting, but then he took an arrow to the knee. It's Stig. Yeah, but I grew an awesome moustache <laughs> doing it. <laughs> it's a side effect. Side effect from taking an arrow to the knee. Becoming a man, finally. Puberty has finally yeah. hit. But it's, 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 it's the cop moustache that he needs to be a white run guard. Mm. That does genuinely look like one of the moustaches that I've seen in some of them glory old places. With my own peepers. <laughs> Can you wear it every week? Because it is kind of strangely attractive. <laughs> it's, the, it's the lip action. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it's looking at me. Stig, the- it's looking at me. I don't like it. <laughs> for context for the listeners, Stig is actually wearing a moustache right now. Oh yes, and we do video these these podcasts. Grew well. a mustache gadget, Jesus! I, I, it I like wear my has been laid off, and he's going for a job interview. <laughs> no, with those headphones on, you look like a British Airways pilot called Nigel. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Captain Hargreaves. No, it's gonna have to come off. They're super annoying. Oh, he just nailed it. It was me all along. <laughs> oh my god, it's you. <laughs> Yes, sorry, hey, dear listeners. Where'd Nigel a lot go? Of, a, lot, a lot of us are poorly slash tired slash knackered, but we just thought the show must go on and the Gotti must go on. Mm. Uh, but before all that, we've got contractual obligations to uphold, and we need to know what's been going off this week in the world. You know, we're not losing this segment for anyone because it's the bread and butter of the show. It's biggest breaking news. You may already know, but he doesn't, because it's time for Biggie's Breaking News. I've got another confession to make. I'm your fool. Everyone's got their news to break. I'm telling you. Were you born to resist or be confused? He's someone getting the best, the best, the best, the best of news. He's someone getting the best, the best, the best, the best of news. Are you gone and on to someone new? Oh, is that it? That's it, mate. Longer. I can't play the guitar. The The Fool Fighter. 
fighter. <laughs> He's the full fighter. Oh, d- <laughs> full fighter. <laughs> full fighter. Come on, what's coming going up? We're not look. Look what are you doing. You're making us snotty. Sorry, uh, Microsoft has had a bit of a strange week. Uh, it wants Game Pass. You're a gamer. <laughs> it wants Game Pass first party titles on every screen, including Switch and PlayStation. That's not going to fucking Xbox. happen, is it? Lol. Didn't they t- come fu- out and say that's not true? Oh well, yeah. wait, 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 wait. If you wait, let me <laughs> speak. Oh, breaking news. <laughs> Hold your horses, young man. <laughs> Xbox Chief Financial Officer Tim Stewart has said Microsoft wants to get Game Pass and its first-party titles on every screen that play games. And that includes Switch and PlayStation, what he calls a bit of a change of strategy. He says this isn't the first time Microsoft has talked about getting Xbox Game Pass on all platforms, of course. Xbox Phil Spencer has referenced the strategy on multiple occasions, calling it a long-term goal for the company back in 2019. One day later... Xbox Phil Spencer told Windows Central, we have no plans to bring Game Pass to PlayStation <laughs> or Nintendo. Get out, Phil. It's not in our plans. The conflicting comments from Xbox leads creates confusion for PS5, PS4 players who had the hope of playing the likes of Starfield on a Sony console via Game I don't Game think Pass. they did. I don't think any of them really knew. <laughs> so the there's a bit of confusion with that. And then he also announced that Xbox spends over a billion dollars a year on Xbox Game Pass. We put a lot of money into the market. Um, For third-party games coming to Game Pass, what we see is Game Pass as a service that supports all kinds of games, from the biggest games to the unknown indie games that you didn't know you would love until you played it. That's crazy, though, because if you think about it this way, like, you think about it this way, like, Sony first-party games do appear on Xbox and Nintendo. Like, Major League Baseball is a Sony developed completely PlayStation developed game and that's on them but there's no like Xbox on PlayStation games is there well, well, the, well MLB the show was just a, a weird licensing issue because um, Sony had the license to but when make you, it when, when I played that on when I had the Xbox I played it it came up with the PlayStation logo well yeah because that was because Sony got the license to make the game but part of the contract was it had right. to be cross-platform for maximum profit yeah because it's a sports game of course it did yeah that was sad, <laughs> But is there? And I, I know I can't. I, I'm not I'm trying to think of any first party that appears on something else. I mean, Nintendo are the worst for it, aren't they? Well, they will just not yeah. let anyone well, else have anything. You got the God of War exclusive. Uh, you don't need um, it. That's why. And now is on the PC, isn't it? PC don't count. They're, they're all made on PC. Does in it the not? First place. Now, everything eventually goes to PC, doesn't it? Most things do. On. The um. No, I mean, Sony've only just started doing that the last couple few years. Yeah. yeah. That's true, isn't it? That's true, yeah. What is was it? the first one? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Last back end of PS4 generation, weren't it? The I mean, thank you. Apology accepted. It. I mean, the, aspir- the aspiration for Game Pass to be on every screen and device in the house. That's, Bollocks. It's just the aspiration. you know. You, the, because it is a service and it's got xCloud into it, it's like, of course they're going to say that. It's like, we can do it on anything. Well, they put it on TVs. Yeah. Put it on a, on a nap on a TV. You don't need a console. Yeah. yeah, I've got it on my telly downstairs, but I'm still not using it. Um, he's cool. He's, I don't, I don't know what I think about that. Like, I think it's just a Halo weird dual sense. Oh, we do that now if you want. Yeah, do that now on PC. I know, I know, I could. I know, I could. I know, but I still think it's odd. Would it feel wrong to I you? Prefer their controller. For, I, I prefer Microsoft's controller for their games. You know what I mean? Call me, call me a purist, guys. <laughs> there won't be a next. You're a purist gamer. 
Xbox console. No, it'll just be a platform. It'll be a service on a TV or on your PC, yeah. I think. Yeah, probably, mate. Our little little handheld gaming PC things like you've got, all over them. Yeah, you're probably right, mate. It would be especially nice. spending a billion dollars a fucking year on it. <laughs> it would just be nice if they put a um, Game Pass app in the Steam. That would be so I could play mm. Game Pass on my Steam Deck mm. without the fuck around. Oh, I know, I know, I know. You can, can you do not? it. You, you, can, you, you, can, you can, you can do it, but you need like just a, a handheld. It's just official. I'm sorry, like a proper way. Yeah, like an official proper way. Do you I can't. work for that other company, Stig? I can't. Do work for that? I can't. Do you work just saying. No, I'm just saying. I can't. Do you work for saying. Just saying. I can't think it And as I, said last, <laughs> as I said last week, buy me one and I'll play Game Pass games on it. Secret so Santa soon, mate. You might get one. You never know. Yeah, didn't put a cap <laughs> on it this year. Well, In fact, whoever's sending mine's, whoever mine's not fucking sent it. I can tell you that much. Ooh, really? I haven't turned up yet. I haven't turned up yet. It's right. I don't want anything anyway, guys. Don't worry. Next. Well, still related to <laughs> Xbox. You can now play your Xbox game on a limited edition Yorkshire T Xbox controller. That's right. Talking. That's right. This is, 150 this is pounds only. <laughs> this Where's all it? came about because Pop Arts controller design extraordinaire tweeted to show a design that they'd come up with. Apparently, Xbox really liked it. The followers really liked it. And... Quite a lot of other people did, and then they had a bunch of Zoom meetings, and apparently it turned into a pipe dream, into an actual thing. You can hold it in your real human hands, they say. Can you imagine drinking any other tea stick? <laughs> it's not It's not just Xbox controllers as well. It's, you can get a DualSense. What? Yeah, you can get a Yorkshire tea DualSense. Oh, I didn't know that. I saw the... Uh, well, fucking am then. News. I'm going to get one. Candy, what tea do you drink? Uh, I'm not much of a tea drinker, but it's PG yeah, of course tips for not. me. PG tips <laughs> if I have to. Yeah, PG, PG tips, tips all the way. Is, th- is that a southerner thing? I think so. It's the one with the monkeys. Wankers. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that I one. That was a good advert, actually. <laughs> <laughs> On a morning. Yeah. <laughs> in a tea mug, though. So yeah, white wine in the morning. It's uh, it's not as strong. <laughs> I, I refused to drink PG tips. They abused animals. They did. Yeah, they did. You, t- you yeah. took part in animal abuse drinking your PG tips. For shame. Yeah. No animal was hurt in the creation of Yorkshire tea. And then when when they stopped mm. abusing those animals, they abused the rest of us by getting Johnny Vegas to advertise them. <laughs> oh, with a monkey. Monkey. Oh, God. What was the one with the little guys in the hats? Was that Yorkshire tea? Tetley's. They all look like... That was Tetley's. Oh, it was Tetley, was oh, it? They all look like Phil Collins. Yeah. yeah. Who drinks Tetley? Anyone? Nope. Nobody drinks Tetley. No one drinks nope. Tetley, do they? They need to bring those little guys back. Are they still going? I haven't seen Tetley for a long time, to be honest. Yeah. Tetley tea. That's not Tetley tea. It's Tetley. fucking Yorkshire tea. I bet Tetley's... The guys in the hats are dead now, that's a, a, <laughs> like, middle of the country tea in it, Tetley's. Yeah. Probably Birmingham or something like that. Mm. I, love, I, love, I love a little drink of Tetley's. I, do. <laughs> I bloody love it. I bloody love it. It's right nice. Whereas Next. Every, every time you two make a cup of a cup of tea, you've got fucking Sean Bean coming around screaming, holding us all. Absolutely, he fucking he stirs the fucking spoon for him. us. Every time you do it, he just stares looking through the window, going bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so he sticks his thumb up, he sticks his thumb up, and goes, "Go on, lad, go on, lad." And then someone drives by and kills him. Yeah, I've literally been. In, I, I've literally like when I worked in off. I've worked in offices and I've worked in offices, and you know when you got you got do a little a tea train run. And people have gone, and, and and I've gone like, there's no Yorkshire tea bags left. And they're like, fuck it then. 
we're not having one. <laughs> we're not having one. I've literally in centre of Leeds. And go, we're not having one. More tea chat next time. Next. Ubisoft have released tea, but no. Ubisoft. This, I love this title actually. This is the full headline. You know, let me spill my drink then, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> this is the the full headline from PC Gamer. Ubisoft accidentally <sighs> releases Beyond Good and Evil Remaster. Remembers it doesn't do that sort of thing. Attempts to scrub it all trace from the internet and then gives up and announces it anyway. <laughs> Are they doing that? Is that real? Yeah, so apparently a few months after ESRB linked, uh, that's an acronym, linked that Ubisoft was working (laughs) on some kind of new version of the first Beyond Good and Evil for all modern platforms. It's a good game, man. Somebody caught wind of Xbox Chivos for a Beyond Good and Evil 20th anniversary edition. This was soon followed up by the sudden appearance of an Xbox store listing, which has now been taken down for the game, which itself was followed up by reports of Ubisoft Plus subscribers actually being able to download and play it. And then they wow. uh, <laughs> denied it, and then they announced that it was true. Did anyone play the original? <laughs> yeah, loved it. Great game. Uh, I did really it. good, really good game. Especially with the camera stuff, taking photos. Yeah, you were like break. You were like smashing the government, and that weren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah a very, very early two thousands kind of game. Like it's very. It wasn't an Ubi- Ubisoft style game either. <laughs> no, it was. It was, back, it was back when Ubisoft were creative. Um, yeah, exactly. Be interested to see how well it holds up, but I'll happily play it again. I'd have a blast. I'll have a blast of that. And it's mm. nice that people that didn't play it. I played it on GameCube, I think. I had it on PC, but I had a really crap home PC at the time and it chugged. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I'm excited to see that. I know the sequel's never coming out, so I'm not even holding my breath for yeah, that. Remember that trailer? Plus, they'll, just, they'll, just, make, they'll just make that open world and crap anyway, so I'm not bothered. Well, they're either, I think they're really struggling with Beyond Good and Evil 2 because it's just the amount of towers they need to put in the game. There's not been a computer yeah. strong enough to make those towers. We have <laughs> over 7,000 towers. <laughs> Imagine that, they have the trailer. You and can only see like, one of them yeah. until you move the fogs. <laughs> oh. Next. Well, Capcom have been... Uh, Capcom, oh, God. <laughs> Capcom. <laughs> Did you just say Capcom? Capcom We've got a podcast it? title. Oh. <laughs> I've been up to the Capcom. usual shenanigans. Street Fighter VI has some awesome new outfits, which are out now, but fans are fuming at the prices. The third set of threads for Street Fighter VI launch is available. A single outfit will set you back 300 fighter coins, but you can only purchase denominations of 250 coins, which works out uh. about £4. Or 610 fighter coins, which works out about £9.50. This means whichever approach you take, you'll always have some currency left over. It also means you have to order by all the costumes. You'll be looking at an investment of around £80. Why are people confused about this? Have they not seen Fortnite? Have they not had to buy Fortnite coins for their children? No, it's because they've done this before. Street Fighter 4? Street, Street, Fighter, Street Fighter 5 had this. It's like, is anyone shocked? Yeah. No, I'm not. Right. I don't I give a fuck about costumes, mate. It. You never have. No, I was gonna say I've, I've never bought. I haven't bought any of the costumes for six. I'm perfectly. Fine I'd be. With I'd that. be. I'd be right there in fucking Evo tournament in the fucking most default costume, just <laughs> just shocking them with my skills. Any time I've gone back and played Fortnite, I am just bog standard. Start the, the guy that looks like you. Yeah, with a with a <laughs> normal pickaxe, and everyone else is running I like around. To call fucking, him Stig. Everyone, everyone else is running around. No, it's a girl. Didn't that come back into oh, fashion though? Girl, like people yeah. calling it like the retro, the OG character. Yeah, the oh, retro. Yeah. OG. That's that's where it's oh, on that now. Hurts. That's that hurts. <laughs> calling that retro. So, <laughs> me, me, I, let's. I'll, I'll jump into that a quick second. My son's obsessed with Fortnite, and again, 
the 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 good skins are always fifty coins more than what you can when you can buy the smallest denomination. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, this has been forever. This is, all, this, is all. this is not new. But they've now got Solid Snake in there from Metal Gear Solid. Four. What a weird pull. So the old, old snake. snake. What a weird pull. Like, you think that's odd? Like why would why wouldn't you have like classic snake? <laughs> I don't know. He's on the trailer, <laughs> the new trailer. Or Iroquois plus loads skin. Of other stuff. Yeah, it's so odd. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I did see actually as well. Do with the Eminem's in it. Yeah, Eminem. So someone did a thing with Eminem and um, Sam, the new Captain America. Uh, Sam, what's his face? Uh, yeah, um, and because obviously he was that it was he was in Eight Mile, like the yeah, final, he was the final was battle rap was, was them. Oh no! Did, oh, he was him always fighting against. Yeah, yeah. he the final like rap battle against each other, and it was them two <laughs> yeah. on a on a stage, and all like other characters just stood around, just doing the little, little, little emotes and setting off. Did you see lights. Old Snake there in the background? <laughs> no, it, it was just quite funny that they'd stopped in the middle of a game to just do this. <laughs> It's so weird. Do you play Fortnite even know who Eminem is? My yeah, son they all bought him. <laughs> my, son, my son bought him the actual skin. He went, I've got Eminem. And I went, tell me an Eminem song. He went, no idea. <laughs> Gen Z, Gen Z uh, hate Eminem. They try and yeah, cancel him like all it. the time. And every time yeah. they do it, I just laugh. <laughs> Did you, you hear this lyric he put in there? It's like, yeah, we, we, we yeah. know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> we were there. It's um yeah, it's, no, it is classic solid snake. Snake. It's not old snake. There is an old snake though, because he showed me. Oh, because because I just looked up and said, yeah, it's a solid snake. Anyway, point of this great. is, stop! Don't waste your money on fucking skins. Skins. It yep. doesn't mean it doesn't do anything for the gameplay at all. It's just for your eyes. It's, oh, to me, to get him, buying, to to buying skins is the same thing the as that. Good it's the days. same thing as that that fucking myth about naked Lara Croft. Why would you bother? <laughs> That's what buying skins is. It's the modern day version of that cheat that because they were some big old square titties. <laughs> <laughs> don't buy skins. Unlock skins in games. Fair enough. Enjoy it. You no, don't no, unlock it. They, they don't allow you to do that these days. No, they don't. No, they do. They used to run Rocket League. Remember back in the day? Yes. Nice. Do you remember like Tekken, where like you encouraged yeah, to play you, the you game unlock. with? You were encouraged to play the arcade with every single character because yeah. it unlocked another character. Even yeah, the like unlockables, even the unlockables unlocked new characters. Street Fighter's never had as many characters as uh, Tekken did. In, no. in Street Fighter like splits its characters up, doesn't he, in different games? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Tekken three, and Tekken stuff. four, like the rosters. Massive roster. Yeah. Next. Well, speaking of Capcom, they revealed more Resident Evil remakes are on the way after the successes they've seen so far, and they confirmed <laughs> plans. In, in other words, water trend. is wet. <laughs> Although they did stop, stop. They did stop, stop. short stop. of announcing. We <laughs> stop <laughs> that. Uh, stopped short of announcing which Resident Evil game is next in line for the remake. I mean, but we it's five. Five. It's got to be five. <laughs> Code Veronica's the black sheep, isn't it? In a, in a way. I mean, if they were going. Could, I think. I think they were going. I mean, to cool. I mean, not 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 to not to be that guy, but having five loss of the black sheep as well for different <laughs> and reasons. Six. For different reasons, <laughs> for very different reasons. Yeah, I think I think if, if they're if they're remaking five, they need to change a lot with that. Like four four workers, just everything. <laughs> make it good. 
Well, it, make it less it's, racist. It's the racism. Yeah, <laughs> it's the racism. Make it make it less white man shooting up entire African nation. <laughs> tribes, tribes, tribes. Actual tribes, people. <laughs> yeah. With oh Jesus Christ, that whole, that whole fucking tribal section's <laughs> awful. But don't worry, we've given you an AI partner that's mixed race, so it counts. It's fine. <laughs> Remember when they said that? Yeah, that you do the tribal section. They're literally throwing spears at you. It's it's obscene. yeah, <laughs> and they've got skull masks on. Yeah, and they're, oh, and they're making like really racist, like yep. jungle tribe noises. Yep. noises. Yeah, noises. Yeah. Yep, and it was banned in South Africa and a lot of African countries, the game, and Australia, I think, banned it as well because they're Aboriginal uh, symbols in African nations, just yeah. not caring whatsoever about any cultural identity. Japanese don't care at all. And it's still they? one of the best-selling Resident Evil games of all time, maybe the best-selling Resident Evil game, well, I think maybe maybe, maybe until 7. Seven, I think, changed the game. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But, but um, It was extremely successful in America. For obvious reasons, yeah. Code Veronica. <laughs> I mean, Code Veronica would be good because that's the, that's the old. That's canonical. That's canonical, and that one again would be served well with it, with more of a remake like they did with two, where they did change some things around and kind of shuffle, still shuffled around. Camera angles in it. Yeah, because like four just cut a few things out and just, but it was basically exactly the same game as the original yeah. version of four. It's not much different. Could be zero. Oh, please no, that's no fucking one, terrible. No one, one really wants Zero, though. Zero, Zero looks nice still. Yeah, but the, like, um, visually. It'd still sell, wouldn't it? Where do they fit in? I'll, I'll buy I've it. Never played, <laughs> exactly. We'll I've never played play uh, Code Veronica or Zero. Where do they fit in? Don't play Code Veronica until the remake is. Zero happens about six hours before one. One. Right. So it, it basically tells the story of how Rebecca Chambers gets to the mansion to meet Chris. Okay. But and Code Veronica is the sequel to two and one. Yeah, cool, yeah, Code cool, cool Veronica happens. Three is not the actual f- third one. <laughs> yeah, Code cool Veronica happens a bit it's after weird. three. It's like after Raccoon yeah. City's been destroyed. Yeah. I started playing Code Veronica. Virtually unplayable. It's I, unplayable. I got halfway and then I um, cancelled my Steam Deck off to get a button get fixed, so I just lost it all. For that Mate, guy. you can lock yourself out of that game, can't you, Gadget? Yeah, you can, I did that. that Soft lock really- myself. That so guy always have two game. saves going on. Always, always. Oh, always. Saves. I, I mean that literally when I play Resident Evil games, it's I just I save it in the next one below. Yeah, never, I yeah, never. But, over, but since over far, right. they've, they've they've done the thing where if you need ammo, they'll give you ammo. Not in Code Veronica. No, no. I was <laughs> fucking struggling. I was running around going, I need health here. I can't, I can't that's the whole game. Health. That's the whole game. He doesn't. He doesn't do the hints that uh, Resident Evil Two and Three did. Were oh, I think a boss is coming. Code Veronica just goes, oh, you're in a boss. <laughs> You've got well, no no items. I mean, time. Kind of one of the reasons that four isn't one of my favorite Resident Evils. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, bring it on. If it, I'm probably with Gadget, I think Code Veronica is the one that definitely needs modernizing. It, it, it could could run. It's got needs... a good story, and they, they, they need to not be any um like gay panic and no and all that because there's the... a lot of that in there as well. Need a much better voice actor for Steve. Oh, no, um, keep the same actor. Yeah. <laughs> hey, babe, come over here, gorgeous. Oh, oh God, that's fucking horrible that one. But uh, five, uh, I think five. If they were to remake that, that would need a ground up reconsideration of the concept of it. I think maybe not in Africa. I mean, it's fine to have it in Africa, but it needs to be but less be mindful. Be, be mindful and like have. Have it less kind of African stereotypes running at you and 
running through slums a lot. What made it funnier as well, I remember reading an article about what made it funnier is we'd not seen Chris since Cobra Veronica, and in Cobra Veronica, he's a bit of a, he's a, bit of a twink, isn't he? Yeah. And then for this um, shooting a, the black people game, he's been he just the becomes this American muscle band. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them all. He changes every game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Redfield's never been the same. I, mean, look, I look like at, current Chris. I like current Chris with his trench coat on. Even yeah, but, yeah, but look, look at him in seven. In seven, he's skinny again. And then in, skinny in, again. And then in eight, he's got a fucking neck like a brick. <laughs> <laughs> the man's on some mad diet. He's on the Baldus. Baldus. king diet. Baldus. The Baldus punch punching asshole. Eat. Oh, that's so good. But yeah, less of that. This is not a Resident Evil podcast. Or is it? Could Next. be. As a, a quick one for Oodles, Dragon Quest Three HD 2D Remake is now being playtested. Says series creator, yes. a release could be imminent. I saw, I saw the um, screenshots of this. As Looks well. nice, doesn't it? It's just, I want people to play this game because it's, it's the one that really made me really fall in love with that series, and it's got. It's, I think it's the first game I ever cried to, and it was a, a proper like. ROM hack that I played it because it wasn't in English when they came out. You know what I mean? I played it later has, on in life. Has it ever been released in English? I don't know. I don't because you I can't tell it. nowadays, can you? Because you can just get anything anywhere. Hey, it was my you first can, you one. Can get, you can get the original re-release on Switch, right? But that's I, I don't know because again, I didn't play these when they first came out. I weren't born, obviously. I'm only a child. But don't say anything, stick. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I think three, three's there for me. Like Final Fantasy Seven, you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, this is what could be done with this yeah. medium. I think it's very important to play. People forget it because it's ugly. But this is going to change the game, and I'm looking forward to it. But then I've got Dragon Quest Monsters to play as well, haven't I? You do, mm-hmm. but not twelve yet, because no word from that. No word at all. <laughs> God, God, it's tough when your favourite series is the series that comes out every fucking seven years or whatever. <laughs> Awful. Next. Over to the world of film and TV, but another one for oodles, I fear. Eric Roth Whoa. says he just wrote a new film for Denis Villeneuve that is about space and time and is very lonely and certainly about eternity. Many suspect... It's Rendezvous with Rama, which oh, follows the team off. of astronauts going to explore a giant interstellar spaceship hurtling towards the sun. Didn't he say he was going to do this ages ago? Yeah, but it's, it's, yes. it's, it's basically, this is Eric Roth saying that he's written the film. Uh, like, go, like, like Denny Villeneuve said that his next film after Dune Part 2 would be Rendezvous with Rama. So this, oh. mean, so this means they're definitely in pre-production. I know he said before that it's one of his favourite books because he's got a man of great taste and calibre, as we all know. Well, he um, describes the project as Arrival on steroids. I mean, that's kind of what I would that's, expect. That's what Arrival copied it, <laughs> basically. <laughs> it's kind In of what I, what I would expect uh, Denny Villeneuve to do with Rendezvous with Rama. Like, there's a lot, yeah. you, lot you can do with an adaptation of it because, like, in Rendezvous Rama, like the story is very light touch. Like there isn't much of a story. No, there is. But it's all no. about exploring Rama. So it's a lot of descriptions yeah. of what it looks like. You could like you could craft a really interesting philosophical story within that space, but then have yeah. like mind blowing visuals. Yeah, you, you could expand the story to be honest. And it's not like half C Clark's gonna do anything, is it? Yeah, you can make it less sexist as well. 
Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. can write women. <laughs> so yeah, I'm yeah. I, I'm uh, I'm excited to see what he does with it because I enjoyed Rendezvous. That'll with be Rama. a cinema trip. Yeah, it's I think it'll have to. That'll be an IMAX cinema trip. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm people the- forget that's a series. There's more Rama books, but they're not as good. They're they really good. aren't. No, they're not taking a break. It's like, it's like War of the uh, World sequel. Don't bother. June two and June Messiah. Mm. I mean, June Messiah is yeah. not great. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's funny that, isn't it? Some, no, some book it series rounds, it rounds the story off, even though it, it's no, 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 no. Yeah, it, 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 it does. It, it, it rounds the, it rounds the story off. For, yeah, the last few chapters. Yeah, now it happens for most of the book, and then you get three chapters where shit happens. <laughs> if people are excited, get get Rodney with Rama read because Gadget read it in an evening. It's not a, it's not a long book. It wasn't quite it's an evening, book. but it was like two sessions. I rattled through. It's only about two hundred pages long. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful little booklet. It's it's um, it's old fashioned, old fashioned writing. Like Gadget says, they don't know women. <laughs> they call them dames. <laughs> <laughs> It's got, it's got this wonderful sci-fi concept where because 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 the men are spacemen and like will, will like go to different parts of the galaxy. It 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 is it is lawful to have a wife on every planet or split or space station. Yeah, so you, that's all right. You visit you visit your Ju- <laughs> visit your Jupiter wife, visit your Venus wife. You know, because they all age at different times. They all age it's at different wild. times, at different speeds. It's fucking wild. Mental. <laughs> The dames. I got my Mars dame. I got my Saturn dame. <laughs> She's good at cooking. She's cooking a meatloaf. <laughs> what was that ludicrous song? In every area code. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's what we want. That's what we want. It's not cheating if Next. it's in a different area code. <laughs> What about a different planetary code? Exactly. So, that, so that's that's absolutely confirmed that Stig, in fact, does have hose in every area code. <laughs> just a beast. It's the moustache. He hasn't got a moustache. I've just actually got it on my uh, little Totoro coat. <laughs> Suits him better. Suits him more than you. Next. Please. Zack Snyder. Sequel. No. <laughs> a 300 sequel. Back in 2019, the film is a violent love story about Alexander the Great and his second in command. I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm going to go with Hafestian. Hafestian. You've got it back on, mate. (laughs) There you go. And he says, I don't know what the marketplace is for an incredibly homoerotic, super violent, super sexual movie, but maybe it's perfect, Snyder says. Fuck off, Zack Snyder. (laughs) I mean, it's one of of history's... Worst kept secrets about Alexander the Great and his um, sexual uh, encounters. It was just, just it was just his flatmate. It was just lads living in an apartment. It wasn't together. his flatmate. It was his boyfriend. But back then they didn't differentiate, did they? It no, didn't they matter. Didn't. Have what you want. It didn't matter. Well, well, it's well, one well, of his worst kept secrets. Wasn't it when Hephaestion died um, that, that Alexander the Great was in such mourning that that's, he let the yeah. entire empire fall? Yeah, yeah. And everyone thinks it's all to do with like. His mistresses in different lands and sea. None of that. It's because his boyfriend died. <laughs> <laughs> he got really upset. And it's, God bless him. You know what I mean? Poor lad. Yeah. It's troubling, isn't it? When you it's, when you're the great conqueror. Yeah. It's it. You know. It's it. It. It's it's fine. You know. He just sacked the entire world, but then his boyfriend died and he <laughs> gets sad. <laughs> was it broke, no, broke no, no one suffered like Alexander the Great in those times. No, no one did. No one did. And there were no Tinder back then or anything like that. Even though he did rule half of Europe, he could have just got anyone he wanted. 
you missed him. It's a sad story, and I bet Zack Snyder wouldn't do it like that. No. <laughs> he probably wouldn't even make him kiss. He did, he did, he did say incredibly homoerotic. So I think, uh, yeah, I, th- but I think it would be Alexa- we're not going to do anything about it. <laughs> I, think, I think they would just have Alexander going out, murder a load of lads, come home, banging, get out, Cuddle. murder a load of lads, <laughs> come home, banging. <laughs> Mate, it's I'm a candy film. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see what's wrong with this. <laughs> Macedonian cocks everywhere. Yeah, yeah. let's go. <laughs> let's do this. Cool. Bring it on, Zach. But we've got have, we've got to have the uh, Rebel Moon soon, haven't we? We've got to have the Rebel Moon Christmas first. Yeah, twenty two days. Oh, the event of the year, <laughs> bigger than Christmas itself. <laughs> Me and Stig are definitely going to watch. That. I'm going to watch Christmas on Christmas Day. Day. I'm going to watch it <laughs> when the whole family's gone to bed and I'm still slightly drunk and just yeah. a bit tired. After that's that is going to be He's just laughing at same, actually. Yeah. What what if we come? What if we all imagine this? Should we do, should we do a should we do we a co- watch along? Spoiler cast. Let's do a watch yeah, along Christmas Day. <laughs> Pissed along. <laughs> uh, we'll come back and we're like, do you know what? It's really good. Imagine, imagine. You never know. What will what will we do? And, and Stig's <laughs> like, it's better. It's better than Empire Strikes Back. I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> but what if it is? What if it is? God, as wor- as, as it like a song castle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the ultimate sci-fi epic. Oh God, we don't want to give Netflix the credit for it, do we? <laughs> Next, uh, these are a few snippets. Michael Waldron will now write Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. Dynasty. W- 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 what part of the world do you live in? You know, or he here. <laughs> It's up to you how you want to say it. Thank you. It's my news. <laughs> yeah, you tell him. Well, who put fifty pence in Biggie? <laughs> so, so he is the right, He's the guy who Euro, actually. wrote uh, Loki. Okay, so, that, yeah, that's that's good. That's bit, what I mean. Got a bit of pedigree there, and, uh, but yeah, he, he's done. He, he's he's wrote those characters, but is it going to be Jonathan Major? Yeah. Well, I don't. Know whether it's going to still be the Kang Dynasty? They're just calling it that for now. It, it'll be an Avengers film, but yeah, yeah. At the moment, it could be just called the Dynasty, couldn't it? It, it basically kind of all hinges on his court case. I think. <laughs> Imagine! I bet the fucking suits are shitting themselves. They probably sat there going, "He'll have the best legal team in Hollywood." I'm telling you, even if he is guilty, they'll be like, "We've got to clear this guy. We've got to clear him." Well, the thing oh, is. Yeah. Outside of that post Ant Man like credit. Yeah. yeah. They've kind of written it that they don't have to use him. No, nope, it could be anybody. No, I mean they don't actually have to use Kang. They could just say oh, Ant Man defeated him. Yeah. It's a different mm, version of Kang, but they can just kind of sweep it under the rug and go, oh, no, we're gonna yeah. go we'll just yeah. stick Doctor Doom in there or something instead. <laughs> and make it Glenn Howerton. It was me all along. Yeah. <laughs> It was Doctor Doom. All yeah. The... No. <clears throat> Who knows? It's yeah, it's now. basically it's it's all hinging on the court case, really, isn't it? Yeah. The biggest court case since O.J. Simpson. Next, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's rumours in the MCU that She-Hulk has been cancelled and that Tatiana Maslany Maslany has no, been fired by Marvel. Yeah. Right. 
we, we, we're still waiting for confirmation on this one. Let, this let Stig read the article. Read the article. <laughs> it's fucking Bollocks. terribly written, and it's by someone who's it's one of those ones just like you read it, and they're just like, and she sta- and and they've just had the Marvels, which is the worst performing thing. Blah blah blah, and and it's it reads like they're kind of giddy. About Women this are prospect. bad. Oh, is... oh god! I've just I've just seen the headline report. Marvel removes She Hulk series from MCU. Surrenders to the anti woke mob. Oh god! <laughs> it it someone tweeted. It's probably going to get cancelled, and that's what they've run off. It's probably going to get cancelled. Really? It's just a tweet. It's bullshit. Like, until Disney come out with anything, it's we have no idea. Yeah, but it could be. It could. It could be a terrible like prediction. And, and I don't get it, right. I enjoyed but, She-Hulk, and I know a lot of people I didn't. Like it. And a lot, I did. a lot of the I same people it. who didn't like it also didn't seem to get on with the other female-led series. Interesting that. Anyway, by the way, funny um, that coincidence. If you don't like it, don't fucking watch it. Yeah, what is like, that an option? Doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> like, if you did not like She-Hulk season one, and there's a season two. You don't have to kick off on Twitter about it. Just don't fucking watch it. Just go, I didn't like season one. I did, not going to watch season two. I didn't two. like, um, much to everyone's chagrin, I didn't like the Silo show. I watched two episodes. Did I go on Twitter oh, and rant about it? it? No, just to... I just didn't. I just, I just said, it's not for me. Though. Yeah, I've given me. up on TV shows and series and just gone, nah, not into mm-hmm. that. You don't so have to go recently, on Recently, recently, uh, Kurt start... did it with The Wire, didn't he? He was like, it's not for me, lads. Yeah. 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 And everyone's like, sound pal. If, if, no worries. No bother. You don't have to go on Twitter and claim you've won because the show's been cancelled. <laughs> if it has been cancelled, get a grip, get a life. Half won. Just conversely as well, like comicbookmovie.com, Marvel Studios rumoured to be reconsidering uh, to be considering second seasons for Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were quite a success, She-Hulk, from what I saw. I, I really liked it, and I really liked her. <laughs> Critics She's liked like, it a lot. Of, I like that scene like when she it. picked that guy up and took him to bed. I know, yeah, I know you like that scene. <laughs> like a, lot of, a lot of other people didn't like it, but I thought it was fun. I, and, and that last that last episode was so cool and different. It was, it was fantastic. Ms. Marvel's great. Moon Knight was great. Me and Stig loved all the way through that. That was so mystical and different, weren't it? Mm-hmm. It's, people, Ethan Hawke in that as well. Remember that. I just, I just, just did a new, new search for She-Hulk, and there's so many like opinion pieces. Of why a second season of She-Hulk is a terrible idea? It's not a terrible <laughs> idea. It's a great idea. Just don't great watch show. it. Just do not it's watch a fun it. Little comedy. There are the Simpsons is still going, and people say it's shit. Just don't watch it. Is Simpsons still going? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like I thirty, watched like 10 30, years. If you don't it, don't watch it. I was talking it. about the Simpsons the other day. Like they can't, they can't possibly stop it now because it's an American institution. Like when the Simpsons stopped, America. F- Crumbles. It actually <laughs> was rumours that they're going to do a second film. Really? Yeah. I but, did like that movie. I know some people didn't, but I liked it. But yeah, it, I just... Oh. Whatever. Yeah, you fucking idiots. Stop being mongy. <laughs> Next. Well, speaking of idiots, Edgar Wright says an American studio <laughs> reached out to ask him about developing a Shaun of the Dead TV series, but he said, fuck off. And I say he declined. <laughs> he gave so the right answer. Off. <laughs> that would be a terrible, terrible thing. Why to would we need that? Yeah, the film tells the story perfectly. It does not need to be stretched out to a TV series. And it is a film nope. that you can watch repeatedly and find something kind of new and different in it. There's always something. That, that's how he does his films. He, he he puts a lot into it, doesn't he? Background things and 
There's loads of loads of stuff to his films that he's oh, Shaun of the Dead TV series. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> Clutching at straws now, aren't they? Stressful. <laughs> Stressing me this. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's another one. The Boys Mexico spin-off is in the works. Diego Luna and Gail Garcia Bernal, or by Aunt Bernal, will exec produce, but they're not starring in a major capacity. Gareth Dunnett, or Dunette, Alakir, Alisir, no idea how to pronounce them, who, uh, wrote the, who did the Blue Beetle, will write the series. Into it. More I'm, not, no, I'm not, because Seth Rogen's not involved. And I, I'm worried about them just watering it down. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's too much. It's going to be in Spanish as well, isn't it, apparently? That's that don't bother me. It might yeah. be good. It, but no, no, it, I was just saying as a, as a point. It, it uh, feels like speaking. the boys vote was this kind of thing. Anti, Anti-Marvel, wasn't it? No. And now it's doing it's, exactly it's like what Marvel Vought, does. Vought as a as a company <laughs> only had this like special group of people and then Gen V's kind of expanded on that. And now what are we yeah. learning that what they've got like branches in Mexican, Mexico and Mexican then we're going to have one in Britain <laughs> yeah, and then one in like, Japan. Yeah, in, in the actual boys book and in the show, there was only America had heroes, didn't they? That was the thing. That's why they were the superpower. Like, because they all kicked off when there was a Middle Eastern superhero. It was like, what the fuck? There's a Middle Eastern superhero. Yeah, there was it, none in London. Yeah, they had to. Um, this whole story about them eliminated, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah, it, only America has heroes. I wonder. If, I, I wonder if they would spin it off that like people in Mexico got the compound V that Homelander put and, out and there. ran back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good done. done. But I mean, even even Gen V, it's still a Vought show. It's still about that company. Yeah. Because the school's Vought school. You know what I mean? Mm. I need to watch that. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's really good. good. And I just watched that trailer for a new season. Yeah, oh, that's right. Mm. <laughs> it looks good. Didn't reveal a lot, to be perfectly honest. But... It it's just a teaser Fine. trailer. Yeah. Don't want to reveal a lot. It's that it's it's that know. shot of Homelander in the lift at the end. He's covered yeah. in blood yeah. and he yeah. smiles. Viscera. Viscera. And yeah. like, oh, <laughs> it's that it's it's him, that fucking Anthony Starr. That, the, his facial expressions are just so fucking good. He's so good. <laughs> he's so good. Do you know he's popping up in a lot of new films? I keep watching just as like a bit part acting. I'm like, oh, he's good, this guy. And he's nowhere near as muscly as the make out. Is it? No, 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 no. It is a muscle suit. Yeah, he's in the show as well, isn't he? He's skinny in the show. Yeah, because there's a, there's a shot where you see him kind of, kind of in the background and he's naked and he is skinny. Skinny little legs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also God, like the day Jeffrey Dean Morgan's in his whole character well. as well, though, doesn't it? Of course he does. Yeah. Wearing a muscle suit is full full on like a, a Homelander thing. I'm not, I need to look bigger than him. And he's like, he's not very tall either. No, no, no he's imagine, not. He's I not. imagine he's probably. He's got boots on. Yeah. Got lifts on. Have you seen? Have you, have you seen? Have you seen that video of the behind the scenes from season four where it's like him doing his own stunts and he's getting lifted up by the crane, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's just back in yeah. his Australian accent, going, "You fuckers, you, you horrible, fuckers, <laughs> you cats," as he's just being lifted up into the air. <laughs> it's a great show. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I, I, that's the one I'm looking forward to most next year. Yeah, House of Dragons coming back as well, isn't it? But mm-hmm. there is I one more you've forgotten about. Oh, is there? The Vault Boy imagery will get an origin story I in the Fallout series. As like, we've had a trailer released this week for it. And it looks awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. It looks, it looks spot on. It does. That's Absolutely what's frightening. Spot on. 
They've come out and said like it's basically going to be Fallout 5. Popped up? Yeah. Did you like that? Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Got a little flutter down below. I bet he liked below. that as well. I bet he liked that as well. Oh, I he bet like, he did, there yeah. There I am. There I am. There I am. While he was sniffing a big line of coke in the, in a, in a fucking <laughs> strip club. That's me. <laughs> big T. <laughs> big T. It looks good. It looks good. It looks absolutely it spot looks, on. The tone is spot The power on. suits, everything. Um, Walton Goggins is just, again, being the best thing he's in when he's in it. He's always the best thing in it. That, that fucking sequence in the in, in the just in the trailer where it's like Goggins' character just kind of walks into an area and he it's like he's got he's got vats and he's like shooting yeah. everybody. Yeah. It's, like, it's like oh yeah, oh, I I'm feeling this. He looks so much cooler people- as the ghoul than he does in his like human form as well. Yeah, <laughs> so, human form. so much cooler. <laughs> he's just he's just great, and I'm I'm glad they've got him in it because he's gonna proper. Elevate. I think he's going to be the fan favorite character. Cause I, I don't mean he's not a baddie, him is he? He looks like he's going to be a, just the main a character's like main character's like companion. Yeah. And the dog, the dog's dog just constantly it. eating. Dog meat. Yeah. 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 The, um, so apparently, I, 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 it's I, I, set fifteen years after Fallout Four. Goggins, I, cool with that. that, that like Goggins' character, the way he looks, reminds me of um, oh, oh, Hancock from Fallout Four. Yeah. 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 Hancock, for sure. Yeah. The guy in the in in the military jacket. Yeah. The, yeah. The mayor. Oh, the man, that's yeah, it, look, it, it looks great. The, like, the weapons look spot. Didn't he turn out to be the guy that... It wasn't one of the ghouls, the guy that tried to sell you the vault yeah. insurance. Yes. Yeah. He's still yeah. got the vault seat, still got the jacket and the hat on. The yes. Yes. <laughs> he didn't get a place in the vault himself. But he survived it. But like, and they live forever, don't they, ghouls? Like thousands of years. Yeah. I... Really liked like the like there's like establishing shots of inside the vault. Like, they've got the look of the inside of the vault absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, like because because when when you're outside the vault, you can just have a ruined world and a desert, and it's a, that's how the games look. But it's like all the the iconic stuff and the the way things look. Like the vault suits look great. The um the inside of the vault looks fantastic. The vertebrates and the power armor. Ah, oh, it all looks banging. The costumes, as costume well. design is great. Spot on, yeah, spot on. Like they did I a side-by-side. I think, side. think they're going to be spoiled, the uh, fans on this. They're going to be really spoiled. Because I think it could be an absolutely smashing smashing show. They've definitely but put the money into YouTuber it. A YouTuber called Juicehead did a side-by-side comparison of inside um, one of the vaults. In, I think it was a vault from Fallout 4 next to a shot. You know, because it's got that opening shot and it's looking down the vault corridor. Yeah. And it's like it's exactly the same. Even the minutia down to, the, down to every nut and bolt is exactly the same as it is in the game. It's absolutely spot on. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Yeah, but it's, it's got a female lead, so it's gone woke. Boo! Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I'm not even joking. That's already happened. I know. And she's not even waspy, is she? She's a like mixed race character. Oh, the fuming. Yeah. The fuming. Too woke for us. <laughs> Cancel it. Cancel it. I've had enough. I've had enough. Sick of it. Well, next. Speaking of which, over to the uh, Swift report. Uh, Taylor Swift will earn over 100 million US dollars from Spotify this year. The most uh, any artist on the new platform segment all the time. History. <laughs> wind you up. <laughs> because she's the first artist in history to earn that much money on Spotify. It's ridiculous. Bear in mind how hard it is to we- make money on Spotify as well. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it like uh, isn't it like three pence a fucking stream or so, something like that? We had all put a video out um, today. It says, oh, I've just seen my stats on the Spotify rap for this year and my, my songs have been streamed 80 million times, which is fantastic. I've made a whole $12 out of Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, I know it's really small, isn't it? Really it's, small um, it's, it's something like 0.05 of a cent per play or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Well, that's it. Yeah, but she's done it now. Like she doesn't have a record label. It's all like under her own name now. But what's going to happen, Stig? When her and um, and and when she goes um, into a, a final four player boyfriend. No, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. no, her and a football player boyfriend split up, and then and then they have to close down the NFL completely she'll, after that. I don't care. Have to close I it down. Fuck about the NFL. Um, she'll just write another banging album, won't she? <laughs> and destroy a, a, an institution as well, as well, because they could just take it off. <laughs> Is that a reference? It's one of her songs. Um, oh. one thing away from Taylor Swift is I just watched this while we're on because it's just come out. Um, there's a Godzilla X Kong, the new Empire trailer just dropped. Oh, Why no. is everything dropping? What's going on? There's also trailers this week. There was a Halo one as well. <laughs> um, Godzilla Halo. Uh, Godzilla now has pink spikes on his back, and he did, he, he did in a few other Japanese. And Kong he's got has, woke as well. <laughs> He's gay now. Kong has a big mechanical glove gauntlet thing. And He's had that. And there appears to be a lot of more Kongs. There's a lot of what? There's a lot of apes. No, no, no. There's no more Kongs. There's a lot of Kongs in Too the cent- center of the earth. I think. Well, yeah, because God, God, Godzilla versus Kong did go to that center of the earth stuff. It did did be into the Kong, Kong Mountain. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Wait, wait, well, and, and I, 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 the heads will explode when it happens as well. Wait while the internet finds out that Godzilla is female. What are they going to do? What are they going to do when they find that out? Well, they did that in the Matthew Broderick one. Yeah. They've probably forgot, though. They've forgot. <laughs> People didn't care back then. <laughs> Julian Eggs. Bring out Godzuki. Oh, Godzilla's have... always been a female. Godzuki, yeah, Eggs. It's also, you always say him, though. I know. It's a weird mm. one, isn't it? I think it's the name. It just sounds Maybe Kong's more gonna masculine. Maybe going to propose to her at the end. They're going to have a... <gasps> beautiful Con- lizard monkey Godzilla. babies. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it looks shit. Uh, the new one, that yeah. Godzilla Minus One, though, that's getting awesome reviews. Raven <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go, go see that. Yeah, same. I'm that's really the, uh, that's the, um It's the same guys who did Shin Godzilla, isn't it? It's their yeah. next one. It's the prequel one. Uh, yeah, Shin Godzilla's so good. Next. Finally over to the weird world web and the gimp that keeps on giving. Uh, Twitter owner Elon Musk tells departing advertisers to go fuck yourself in baffling <laughs> onstage interview. The av- This advertising boycott is going to kill the company. Let's see how Earth responds to that. <laughs> oh, God. Earth, as in the planet. <laughs> we all know he's an alien. I just want one Elon Musk free day. Why do I also have to see his stupid face wherever I turn? Do you follow him on Twitter? No, I'm barely on Twitter. Blocked him. Blocked him. Oh, that's a power (laughs) move, that stick. No, because I just didn't want him popping up on my fucking feet. That's you off to the gulag. I closed my Twitter account. Yeah, Stig blocked Tom on MySpace. He blocked um, (laughs) Facebook guy. Zuckerberg. The alien guy. Zuckerberg. 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 Actually, when you did sign up it to... It blocks all the leads. I'm pretty sure when Facebook first started, you could add Zuckerberg as your friend. At the you could, yeah. At all. Everyone had Tom on MySpace, though, didn't they? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have MySpace. So the th- the thing with this particular news story, what like because Elon Musk says a lot of really stupid things generally because he's a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. 
This was no at the way. this was at the New York Times Deal Book Summit, which is a fucking big deal. The entire audience yeah. is like top yeah, level journalists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, these are yeah. professors, and he's being interviewed by Aaron Ross Sorkin, who was who was one of the Jeez. who was one of the editors of the New York Times. Yeah, um, and so like so, the, the, I mean, the question that he's putting is like you know because he he said something really anti-Semitic about the conflict in uh, the Middle East. Of course, he did. Um, and then he'd gone on a like apology tour to Israel or something like that and then come back and so that's what Aaron Ross Sorkin is, is, is looking at it's just like you know all these advertisers are leaving you um, and this trip that you've been on it looks like a bit of a PR tour and that's when he says uh, he says oh no the, the advertising boycott is going to kill the company uh, the advertisers are leaving you know go fuck yourself and it's stone silence he's expecting imagine, that, he's expecting that he's going to get like laughs and in- cheers yeah, but they didn't. Nah. The problem is, he's saying that in a room where every single person in that room could destroy him. That's the point. They are yeah. top level journalists. They are they they can destroy someone's career in an instant. He's a fucking idiot. If you can have all the money in the world, if you lose that influence, you're doomed. You've gone. You're obsolete. You're just a rich guy. Does anyone know the Sultan of Brunei's first name? Nope. No. It's just a rich guy. Stupid rich. Just, do you know what I mean? It's, it's going to be one of them. It's, it's going to fall from infamy. It's just, it's just going to disappear. So the um, and the the, adver- the advertisers have left. Like, they're also big advertisers. Like, BBC have, <gasps> have stopped advertising with them. The UK government has stopped advertising with them. The EU has stopped advertising. The entire fucking e- <laughs> EU government. You mean a continent? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, the Amazon, European Union. Di- Amazon, like, Disney, and oh, right. a lot of... Big, Amazon, yeah. Disney have gone off. Blizzard, Microsoft, Microsoft Sony Microsoft, have gone off. Yeah. Sony. Like, I think Bezos Earth has responded. <laughs> because he thought, that he, he thought that it, Twitter would pay for itself by charging people money to use it. No one no one wants what? to pay. Only losers that. do. Unless you've got an actual <laughs> brand that you need to kind of checkmark for. You see people with blue ticks and they've got like 100 followers, but their comments are right at the top, along with all Is the... Is that what happens? So you, you pay to win? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, like, you'll click under something that's quite serious, and the first post as well is just porn. Like, the first several posts now are just... I mean, I'm un- not complaining about that. Yeah, but that's what, <laughs> that's basically what it's turned into. Like, it's, point- yeah. it's pointless. Hang on, I, get I need most to confirm of my, that. I get most of my interactions from Pornhub comments anyway in forums. <laughs> With some really good conversations in there, me and the guys. Weirdo. All guys. <laughs> yeah, um, this is this is just a story that's absolutely one. He's not read the room properly because he does not know the audience that he is speaking to, and two, absolute Imagine confirmation with lots of video of this interaction coming out, lot very visual confirmation that he is a fucking moron. I don't think he's human, and I know everyone says that, but when he takes no, his top off, it's like he's transparent. Oh, is it translucent? <laughs> Which is the right? He's translucent. No, it's because he's Trans- fucking yeah, very. You can see through his body. He's very pale. <laughs> No, he is he is Pale human. Me. He is human. He's an idiot who got given a lot of money ah. and built up a little cult around himself. And he is the yeah. he is the kind of person who has had ab implants when he has a bit of weight on his on his stomach. So he then is has that, that kind of that way it looks so like that's why he's got he that looks inhuman, square body. Yeah, it's like that, uh, <laughs> that him yeah. that paparazzi guy, uh, the Australian fellow that was on Big Brother yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah. Like he is. He looks. He looks like. He looks like that. Those. Those. Old vaudeville boxers, yeah, <laughs> big, 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 massive chests. Yeah, but so weird. Yeah, he is just a just an idiot, and he is to be left alone. He is having just the 
the billionaire's midlife crisis as he just burns through all of his money because his ex-wife left him. How old is he? 50-something. I came in over five years. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he's also on drugs most of the time, so he will be he will die yeah. of a cocaine overdose. He's, he's got darty eyes, hasn't he? Darts his eyes when he's talking to people. Like, he's not focused. Yeah, it's because he's on speed I all mean, the time. He, he look, that's what I was about to say. He seems like a bit of, bit of speed, something <laughs> like that. So it's just darting about, but speed's cheap when you're a billionaire, isn't it? Yeah. You get the best speed. <sighs> Fucking leave him alone. Next. That's it. That's it, dude. Fantastic. Right then, this is it. The first time we're doing a got it, and guess who's leading the parade? Who? It's Gadget. Oh no. Um yes. So we're gonna we're gonna lead this one. So this isn't a knockout competition. We're not deciding from the podcast what the game of the year is. A Be- definitive one. No, because I... <laughs> I st- my arguments. <laughs> I still haven't forgiven TCGS for putting Trackmania over Titanfall 2. <laughs> Did there? Yeah, 2016. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Life is Strange 2 of uh, Disco Elysium. Yeah. Give up. Yeah, because they do the knockout thing and they get tactical with it and they're trying to win. What we are oh, he- yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What we are here to do is to celebrate Celebrate. Yeah. So we've all picked our top five of the year, or in Biggie's case, is top one. Um, <laughs> it's one game and DLC. Yeah. We are going to we are going to cir- circle around ourselves. So we're all going to do five to two, and then we're going to do our one. Um, and because we have some of us have played games, that other people have had. If if the, if you have a game that's higher than the person who's talking, we talk about it on your go round when you get to it. Just to say, yep. us talking about it multiple times over. Yeah. So. We're going to start with the fives. You want to give a give give a, a little bit about why it was your fifth best game of the year. So because he's because he's having a break, Oodles, give me your number five game this year. <clears throat> I might be the only person that puts this in. Spider Man Two. Anyone got that higher? Insomniac. Yes. On the. Have you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Take, so, take it away, Stig. Well, no, 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 no. So, so when we get round to Stig. <laughs> Get around. We get when we get around to that number on Stig. We'll talk about it then. Yeah, but I think Full it's only it, it, it's only Stig that's played that, other than you. Yeah. So we talk about it together when it's when yeah. it comes to Stig. Yeah, I get you now. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you, brother. Okay. Well, Candy Machine. Uh, well, I'm kind of in the same boat as Biggie. Somewhat. I have played <laughs> five games. My fifth game did not come out this year but I still played it this year. So I'm going to count it just so I've got something to talk about. Okay. And that is okay. Dark Pictures Anthology and it was Little Hope. And I played this um, couch co-op let me with just, a couple let me, of friends. Let, let me just guess. Nobody else has got this on their list. No. <laughs> I can't imagine you do. I can't imagine you do, but that's fine. I played it as couch co-op, had a thoroughly good time with a couple of friends over a couple of days. It was great. It was great fun. Um, most people have played a Dark Pictures um, game. You know what I you're like getting. Them. I like Is that, like the quarry style. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's the, super it's, massive. It's isn't like it? the mini version of the. Oh, yeah. So they do the, the bigger ones like the quarry and um, oh, what was the other one called? Until dawn. Until, Until dawn. dawn. Yeah, and then I'll the play... dark pictures ones are a little bit. Then they tend to be about six hours long. That's good. Cool, and the cheap. I play them with Kate. Like I play in the quarry with Kate. So if they, I might pick these ones up. The good, fun. Yeah, the good, fun. The good little, good little nuggets of game. Te- technically, Candy, you can say it's a 2023 game because it came out on the Switch on the 5th of October 2023, Perfect. which, ah, which yes. we all know Switch Candy played on the done. Switch. Yeah, she <laughs> absolutely <laughs> played it on the Switch. Didn't you? Didn't you? Couch didn't you, co-op Candy? on the Switch. 
passing the little switch to, yeah, that's to her it. that Candy doesn't friends. own, that she doesn't even own. <laughs> yeah, so that's my number five. I like it. It's not my favourite of the dark pictures. I like the one that's in Iraq. I've told you about that one. Have you not touched that one yet? That's the one that I haven't played. I've played every single other that's one. That's my favourite one. one. That's actually got shooting in it, real shooting. Huh. It's weird. Real proper top tier shooting. It's auto-aim shooting. No, it's auto-aim shooting. You know, you can't miss. <laughs> it's I, I I really like that one. It's got loads of famous. I mean, they all have famous people in, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I was gonna say Will Poulter, isn't it? Oh yeah, oh the, the man who's done had the best glow up in history. Yeah, the um, so. Christ, he looks good now. The, the facial animation is <laughs> incredible. We, when we're playing the quarry, I was like, the, the animation, the characters. How do they do it? Incredible. Well, they, and then you look at percent of the time, yes, and then there'll be a really odd one with a mouth. Until Dawn was like that, had a really good facial animation. I remember there was one, I think it was Hayden Panettiere yeah. was screaming or something, and it, her face just went like that. And it just like <laughs> oh, didn't look Rami good. Rami Malik's eyes popping out of his head. Have you not seen that clip? I mean, that's <laughs> just, that's just Rami Malik, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. He's got big eyes, but they just proper came out. <laughs> Yeah. Out of the character model. It was. It was just. That was a game we played with shots every time someone died. If you're in control of a character, you had to do a <laughs> shot. It was great fun. They are fun games. I like them. I just we watched we watched plenty of the day, and they're in the lake in the quarry, and I was like, oh, yes, this looks amazing. And then you see the water effects, and I was like, mm, the water Ooh, effects no. don't though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, water. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, okay, fantastic. So a little hope for candy. Uh, moving on, Biggie. Um, do you have if a five? I'm put anything in here, I do, but it wasn't for this year. But I did. Was it from this decade? Divinity Original oh, Sin. I... <laughs> it's on my list. But no, I, actually... <laughs> I finished uh, two games this year, which wow. I've been playing for a long, long time. One you obviously know, it was Dragon Quest Eleven, and I spent a million hours on that, and it was great, and it is a charming, lovely game. And if you haven't played it, do play it. If you've got the time to get all the endings, you don't have to do it, but I did. It's a great game. The other game that I did finish, because uh, it's by the same team that left us in Limbo, it was Inside, and I finally finished Inside. And what an ending that game had. It was brilliant. I talked about that in private, actually. What's that? I talked about that. talked to you about that in private. I like talking about that game. Yeah, but it, yeah, it was me and have discussed that ad nauseum. Yeah, got lots of theories. Such a, like to hear what other people's yeah. theories are on it. Yeah, such an incredible, incredible game. And yeah, it, I it just was, found it, out as well that did release on iOS seventeen point two this year. So oh. it counts. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I, I clearly an Apple Arcade, an Apple cross save compatible. Um, absolutely yeah. isn't. <laughs> <laughs> But what a what a great oh, game! Hell, so, yeah, we that, are that, shit that at this, aren't we? <laughs> no, no, because this is because pure entertainment. I've played games from this year. I'm finished. So have I. <laughs> I've done more. Anyway. I know you have, but I've still managed to get make a top five. Anyway, yeah. yes, in, Inside's very very good. I'm glad you got through that one, B. It's a very good game. Yeah. Did you get the secret ending as well? I'm not going to tell anyone what the secret ending is, but did you get it? Oh, I'm going to say no. Play it again. It takes about two minutes to unlock the secret ending after you beat the game. Oh, interesting. Stig looks like, huh? No, I'm just... doesn't matter. Discord decided to reset some of its settings because I can hear just the... When people are sending messages. Oh, it's annoying when yeah. it does that. Yeah, it does, it does, it does it on mine sometimes. Uh, yeah, get get the secret ending. Do it. 
Do it. Cool. All right, look it up. Google it. Don't don't bother. Is it going to take me 120 stuff. hours to get it? <laughs> no, it's going to take you about 15 minutes. Okay, cool. Fantastic. So moving on to Stig. My number five is what we talked about in the news. Small little indie games which you wouldn't have known about and wouldn't have played if you had, didn't have Game Pass. Exactly, yeah. And it's Cocoon. I do need to play this. I've heard such good things about it. So I've talked about this before. Cocoon is it's a puzzle adventure game. It was de- developed by Geometric Interactive and published by Annapurna. And you play as this little beetle where you can hop between these worlds, solving puzzles and trying to just unravel this mystery going on. And it's just, it, it's gorgeous. It looks gorgeous. The sound design's brilliant. The puzzles are puzzling enough, but not to the point of being annoying and frustrating to where you want to quit. It does get your brain going, but there are, you can sit and work it out within a couple of minutes. You do yes. not get frustrated with it but it still feels really rewarding and just the inventiveness of the orbs that you carry have worlds inside it now it looks great but you jump you jump into that world and it's a completely different environment and different stuff and you you've got to take orbs in and out of worlds you go in a world go out of another orb place this orb somewhere go back through the orb and you've got to do all this in you know time time wise to try and unlock doors and stuff and it's yeah, it's really, really inventive, really good fun. And I think it's like five, six hours long. Perfect for like if you've got a handheld. So if you've got like a, a handheld console that you can play it on, it's great for that. It's on Switch, isn't it, now as well? Yeah, I what, think like it's a on, rogue ally by any chance? Like a rogue ally. You could get a rogue ally at. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not now sure. Now, for my sponsors, Casper Mattresses. Sure what it's on. Let me just check. So it is on everything. PS5, yeah, Switch, so. PS4, Xbox, Windows. If you've yeah, got Game Pass, it's 100% play. worth playing. Yeah. You bash it out in a weekend. Okay. Fantastic. Oh. Kinky. So I'm, I'll, I'll go next then. So for mine, number five, uh, I was in two minds on this one. It took me a little, a little while to decide which would be the number five. But I, it, it could have been Starfield, but it hasn't. Instead, I've gone with Dead Space. Hmm. Ah. Uh-huh. Which super top ten, but number top five. So that one, I mean, Dead Space, the series would not get in three. Dead Space one, two, to me, are like some of my all-time favorite games. Three is amazing. Agreed. Um, <laughs> and first time anyone's ever said that in history. No, no one, no one's. That's the first time that sentence has ever been uttered. Um, ever, it ever. Was a lie. Hot <laughs> title. Uh, yeah, uh, the Dead Space remake. I kind, I kind of initially had really low expectations for it because oh, it's EA doing a fucking remake. Um, and I ended up getting a code for it. So um, I was like, all right, okay, I'll play it. And within two minutes, I was just fucking in. It was so good. Yeah. It was immediately good. It captured everything that the game did well. And it got rid of a lot of the things that the game didn't do well. Like it added like the zero G movement from Dead Space 2 it made the Ishimura an open world rather than like set levels. So like you could go back and mop up secrets if you'd missed something. Added like a key card system where you had to then like go back to places to get like extra extra good gear and uh, like loot rooms. The um You could walk and listen to audio logs. You could. We oh, talked about that yes this weekend, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> couple of ga- couple of games recently have not let you do that. Yeah. Um you. but you 
they also did stuff like you know it still had the dismemberment thing but then like everything was a bit more bloody and like the way that the necromorphs came apart when you were firing at them was obviously massively improved it looked great it sounded great isaac had a voice in this game which made this made the story impact so much better it was adam sandler he he did look like adam sandler that's a point (laughs) against it but i thought like if this is how you're going to do a remake this is perfect like it's like it had the same same impact to me as the resident evil 2 remake I think the ending's a lot better because Isaac talks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm not going to say why, but it's just in the original. He has the thought and you can hear it. carnage going off and he's not saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's why that's why it's my number five. So, Oodles, what is your number four? I'm probably the only person that's played it. Remnant 2. Yes, you are. It's on my queue to play, but I, I haven't played it yet. She's come out on Game Pass out of nowhere. That's why it's on my queue. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you lucky buggers. You lucky, lucky buggers. So, um, Remnant 2. I'm a big fan of um, Cronus, the first one, and Remnant. And now Remnant 2 came out this year. And I completely forgot it was coming out. And you know when you get them surprised, like you you, 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 you load up one of the stores and you go, I'm, I'm not fancy buying myself. And they just there. And we're like, what? I was just I was just aghast. I'm like, oh, my, oh my word. So I got that, fired it up, and then I remembered why I loved uh, the first remnant so much. The 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 uh, marriage between um, it's gonna happen, Stig. Souls likes. Oh no. And and the gunplay of something like Resident Evil Four is just it. It just works, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't work at all. All right, Todd. It's <laughs> it it flabberg. I mean, there are people, and I know we've got people in our Discord that know all the lore and the story about it. I don't. <laughs> and I've, I've smashed, I've smashed through these games. I don't know what's going off, but what I do know is I'm enjoying every second of it. Yeah. When I'm there, it's and that's co-op. You can play what? co-op, right? You can, yeah. Absolutely. The whole way through. Maybe we should yeah, do I that. Yeah, I was listening to um, TCGS when they had John Denton back on, and uh, he's a massive fan of that game. And he was well, talking about how incredible the co-op for it apparently is, because if you drop in and out of each other's games, like going to help your mate in their game, the world is completely different. There's like several different um, yep. procedurally generated procedurally areas. Generated, yeah. You'll all and see different like, bosses. Yeah, and and, and he's, he he can't believe how they've pulled that off and how no I one don't else know has pretty much done, done that before. So, yeah. Like, the game isn't the prettiest-looking game. It, it, the game itself looks like it could run on a PS4. You know what I mean? It doesn't look incredible. It's not mm. like it's not like the uh, Demon Souls remake. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, wow, look at this. But there's something... Fant- this it's very Dungeons and Dragons, but like modern, like with guns, because it's all about build types and coming back and resting and making sure you're well equipped for the new area you're in. Do you know, like when we do when we play Scotch Sheep, yeah. There's a lot, of, there's a lot of stat management, but it's really simple stat management. But it's one of those games where a point on a single stat can make a difference, right? Remember, remember when we were playing Bloodborne when it first came out, and no one knew anything about, it and we were putting points in things we had no idea what it meant. Yeah. Wasting points. Nowadays, you wouldn't do that. Obviously, you know, you know it inside out. But there doesn't seem to be any wasted moments in this. And this DLC that came out in the same year, 
it's just it's incredible it's incredible it's a, it's a game that like it's definitely double a it's not triple a but I, i've always been a big fan of some double a's you know what i mean one of my favorite games ever is mad max no one's ever said that i did buy that but on steam sale it's oh, it's so fucking good but yeah remnant 2 is it's perfect for someone that just wants to shoot things in a great in a great manner like it's third person the guns are all completely different the builds can be completely different and it's a co-op game that if you decide to play it single player you get a dog as a companion and you can pet him oh you can pet the dog <laughs> yeah yeah oh game of the year right there the game even tells you like if you if you're going along why don't you pick the handler class cuz this dog's going to heal you he's going to help you out in bosses he's going to revive you like your mate would do do you know what i mean yeah, and then the, the more you play that game, you might, you might, you might, the more you're like, I don't need to be an handler anymore. I'm ready to take on a bigger bad boy class and just wipe the floor with everything. And the the, st- the story is actually mental. <laughs> I'm not even going to do it any justice to describe it. It's just a weird post, post, post apocalyptic world. And these these gunfire <clears throat> games. It's the gate. The guys. The guys that did the dark dark siders games. It's them. Oh, it's them. Is it? Oh, uh. good. Yeah, and they were like double-A little God of War clones, weren't they? Yeah, yeah great. First two, definitely. Okay. Third so if, one, not so much. No, third one, not so much. But, uh, yeah, just play it. And that's why it got in my top five, because I love it. And I know some. I know a lot of people do love it. Shouted from the rooftops. Fantastic. All right, Candy, what is your number four? My number four is a little game called Hogwarts Legacy. A game I forgot that was this year. That was this year. Um... It was like January or something. Uh, I think it was even later February. than that. February. Yeah. February. Yeah, a, a RPG that just kind of came out of nowhere and delighted all that played it. It took Hogwarts that you know and love and expanded it. And the amount of time, like it didn't need to have, it could have just have been Hogwarts, the castle, and you just run around in it and that's all you would have needed to be happy. But it actually expanded it and... It added so many systems to the game. You can, you know, you could raise your fantastic beasts. There's RPG elements. The wand fighting was more like a sword fight in ways. Um, yeah, really was. enjoyed it much more than I was expecting. It's as an open world RPG. It's not the best, but it's kind. Of, you know, it's if it's your first steps into an RPG, it's, it's very great. simple, isn't it's, it? It's very simple, mechanics. but it's. You know, it needs to appeal to a younger audience as well as, you know, seasoned Harry Potter fans. And it, it was so much fun to play. And it, I think it just, no one really had that many expectations for it. Like, there was not a great deal of hype around it. And it just, yeah, it came out and surprised everyone, I think. It's because the trailers they kept showing us looked like a phone game. Yeah, there was a lot of... Um... <laughs> then it just came, it came out and then it was like, oh shit, this is Bully 2. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? This is, this is, this is good. I need to go back to that when I've finished everything because I, I, if you recall, I've got that game and I, I read up where spoilers are for the film and I can't continue right, where I am. Right. So I'm just there. So I'm going to start it all again because I, I re- then I thought it was cool. I don't want to be a Slytherin anymore. Well, you're going to play it. With, <laughs> yeah. Not- oh my God, that's going to be so it's much not- more fun for you being able to play it again, yeah, exactly. knowing like you've got those yeah. you've got those images that you know and love of Hogwarts. And yeah. like you know, most people who've played it, you you know Hogwarts and you know what classrooms, how they kind of look, and then you can go yeah. and explore them. You can see the secret tunnels from one to another. It. You can see, 
Oh my god, it's so it's so much I think it's bigger brilliant. than you can exploring the griff the common rooms and everything. Oh, yeah, the, it's in the, it's, it's in my top ten, but I only count games that I finished in my yeah. That's fair enough. Reason. Yeah, I've got plenty that I started <laughs> and haven't finished that I couldn't count. Yeah, um, yeah, really. Yeah, I, I loved going in around the castle and Hogsmeade and the and the forest. I think once it starts getting further and further out, it, it loses something. I, I think it needs to be a bit more contained. A bit smaller yeah. world would have been fine. They didn't need to make it so big. It, I but, mean, they could yeah. have done the whole thing in Hogwarts and Hogsmeade. Yeah, that would have I, been absolutely fine. And maybe if you, if you know, just had the forest, forest, Hogsmeade, and 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 Hogwarts, you'd have been fine. It'd have been fine. But it's the wandering around. I spent so much time just running around the castle. I'm not even yeah. locked all the doors yet. I've just, I'm not. I've kind of dropped off to play other games. But it it really does oh, have that kind of sense of wonder that I think like Harry probably felt the first time he was going. Like you're discovering it for yourself the first time. There's there's a moment where I looked at a floor and I saw like a, a mosaic of a snake, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I followed it, and it leads to a bathroom. Yep. And I was like, oh, it's yep. part of bathroom. I was like, that's really cool. And it tells you when you go in there what it is, but I was like, that's that's cool. Some it's of the old game. character it's names as game. well, like the old wizarding families that you know, and it goes into some of the lore of some of them too, which is just, yeah, it's it's it just expands that universe. It's, I'd like to see what that developer does next, the part key games. It's a nice oh, building yeah. block for future games, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I really would like to see what they do now. They, they might do another Hogwarts game, which I'm all I'm all here for. But I, I just, yeah, I think I think that they just didn't market it like I thought I I would have. And again, I'm not a marketer, but it genuinely seemed like a mobile game. And then ever remember everyone's surprised when like it's getting good reviews. Yeah, it's it's getting good reviews. People say it's good. <laughs> Avoiding spoilers, but could they do another Hogwarts game? Considering it isn't everything in that one. Yeah, there's lots of just take it prequel, mate. Just yeah. take it out of the. You could set some at Hogwarts. You could have go to the Ministry of Magic. You could go Surely you could places. set. I, I don't know Fine. what happens in the, in the in the Harry Potter films in the in the, the final films, but surely they could have it after Harry Potter as well, if the school still exists. I don't know this at this point. You know what I mean? Don't answer it. Don't answer it. I would <laughs> I would retell Dumbledore's story with which they didn't manage to finish with the films. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you mentioned to me, yeah. yeah. I mean, U- U- Oodles, I'm sorry to say, but Hogwarts was closed down by Ofsted. <laughs> yeah, because of all the dangerous... <laughs> all the dangerous stuff, stuff. Like, like, they, they, they weren't looking after them Trolls kids, probably. in the bathroom! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a big markdown on an Ofsted exam. No, anyway, <laughs> they just they just change people's memories. <laughs> this school seems unsafe. Now. Obliterate. <laughs> anyway, Biggie, number four. Uh, Stig alluded to it already, uh, which is a very quick... Nod to uh, Divinity Original Sin. I haven't finished it, but I almost have. I dropped off it because I wanted to play some other stuff because I was heavily into that for a while. Um, I just wanted to note that since doing Scorched Sheep, I I hit a block when I first played Divinity Sin. And then um, having played Scorched Sheep now with you guys and understanding D&D better, I went back to that game and found it a much easier play. understood the... The concept more and mechanics, etc. I just think that's the, why I the problem into- with the f- problem with the first Divinity uh, Original Sin. I don't like the start to that one. The sequel's so much better. Oh yeah, it's it's. Yeah. it's I'll go back to that. Also, production point. values are so much better on the second one because yeah, they made some money off the first jump one. Up. Yeah, it's a huge like I, jump I, up. I went from the second one to the first one. I was like, oh, this is a bit janky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But no, Whereas okay. I'll do it the other way around. So it's great. Yeah, I'm it's sure a great there's... game style. There is a better yeah. one though. There is a better yeah, I'm one. I'm sure there's more from uh, the Larian Studios later. Uh, I think they'll do well. I think they'll do well. That those guys. Okay, well, yeah, because that's a several years old game. We'll not count that in your game of the year list for 2023. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Just being honest. I know. Steak, what's your number four? Spider-Man Two. Woo! Let's go. Spider-Man Two is my number four game of the year. It's the sequel to Spider-Man and Miles Morales, bringing both of those games together um, in a next-gen update. And this is next-gen. Um, the, the city feels more alive. The swinging and combat feels more attuned and better. The the mechanics, the way that you kind of flip between the um, abilities and everything, everything just feels better. Uh, obviously, the city is bigger, but that isn't, I never felt that was an issue. Like you don't feel like no, it's. No, I never did. Takes you too far, too long to get around the city. Swinging around is still much, so much fun. But now they obviously added a wingsuit in there as well, so you can fly around and you can kind of get into wind tunnels and slip streams, slip streams, and that you can get from one end of the map to the other just by using your wingsuits. If you, there's a trophy for that. Yeah, there is. Yeah, <laughs> Stig knows his first platinum. My first as well. platinum ever. <laughs> My first ever platinum because you just. It's basically one of those games where you can platinum it by playing it, and then you're left with like a couple of things to mop up at the end. The thing is, you'll always remember your first. It's like losing your virginity, mate. That's popped your cherry with Spider Man, yeah. so it'll always be in your heart forever. But yeah, I just and thought mine that was this... Demon Souls. <laughs> oh god, that one must have been brutal. <laughs> was. <laughs> um, this one is the story. It kind of takes place afterwards, after Miles Morales. So you you can control both Peter and Miles. You can skip between them both. There is a overall kind of arching story involving Craven and the symbiote, and just kind of pulls it all together in a really nice Spider-Man-esque story. It's got the right amount of emotion and goofiness and action, and there's a real cool thing involving the symbiote later which i won't spoil but i never actually knew yeah. that that was in the game until it happened i didn't and i was this is incredible i had a fucking grin yeah. right <laughs> i was like yes it's really fucking good um yeah if you like spider-man one and like Sp uh, miles morales which i did like this is just an upgrade on both of those yeah i think I'm gonna, yeah. i think I'm, totally. i think it's gonna be my christmas game ah uh, perfect for christmas i'll, I'll jump on that because it was my number five as well but I reviewed it the other week, and I still stand by what I say. And I know people don't agree with me because not as cool. Well, I'm not as cool as them. I think it is the best superhero game ever made. It's it's a top, toss up between that and Arkham City. I think this is better. Genuinely, I think it's refined. It's perfect. It's well paced. It's not too long. It knows the characters. It does everything it needs to do. It's fun. I smiled. It's rare I'm smiling when I'm playing games because I play horrendous games that just crush your soul. <laughs> and I just smiled all the way through it. I just And when it wrapped, and I got me platinum as well, just little cherry on the top. And it's just, I was like, that experience at not full price as well. Neither me or Stig paid for oh, yeah. price. Also, for yeah, it cost me £8 by the time I bought it and yeah. traded it in. Yes. <laughs> Neither of us paid full. So it was even tastier because we beat the system. And I think I, I, I it's going to be a tough bar to hit to be a better superhero game than that. It is the best superhero game I've ever played, and I've played them all. It um it has some really good side missions as well, some really like emotionally emotional. Hitting. 
yeah. side missions. Yeah. And yeah. bar like maybe two, it they're much better than the first Spider-Man game yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, there's a few shittens. <laughs> but yeah, it's everything about it. The city feels more alive. There's more cars. There's more people. There's more stuff going on. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. Great game. Play it. So play it. Mine number four. Speaking, going from one game that made Doodle smile to one game that made me smile a lot. Mine number four is Hi-Fi Rush. I have that mm. higher. Oh, fantastic! Then we'll get to that in a minute. Then. So number threes, Doodles. <sighs> number three, Armored Core Six. That is my number three as well, actually. Oh, we did it, boy! Yeah. We did it. <laughs> so this game came out and I was very excited to play it. It came out between everything else coming out. Um, it, it was a good couple of months when it. that came out. Yeah, you 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 didn't play it as soon as I did, did no, no, you? No, I know I you, you, you were doing something else. No, no, I I got it on release day. Um and then you sent it to I, me or I, something like that. I started playing it on PS5 and I didn't get on with it, so I sent you my copy. And yes. then I after that played it on PC. You went back to it because <laughs> yeah, you enjoyed the bigger widescreen, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, and this game is a love letter to anyone that loves Ataku style, uh, just culture in general. It, but it does it without being weeby, which is often the trappings <laughs> of this this kind of game. It's a from software game. Um, it is not a Souls game in any way, shape, no, or form. Not. There's the DNA for how it tells its story is there, but is not. It is a level-based game, similar to I've said it before to Gadget. It plays like Ace Combat Six to me, which another game from Capcom that's sensational and very Japanese. Um, it is a mech game. It is a third-person mech game. It is a mech builder. It is a mech fighter. It is a mech arena game. It is. Pr- in fact, it is the best mech game ever made. I can see hands down. I can see that. So, like, I know you enjoyed it because you are a fan of the series. Yes. You played pretty much all of them. All of them. Uh, I haven't played an Armored <laughs> Core game since the first one on the PlayStation. The toughest one. The toughest one. <laughs> and I beat that one. I beat Nine Ball. I suffered for my art. Um, yeah, remember, guys, that that game had um, petrol. That game. You ran out of petrol on that game. <laughs> and and that was before that was before uh shocks came out. So to look up and down you had to use yes. the shoulder buttons. Which is Yes. It's all, it's all fun in games when enemies are flying around you. <laughs> I, I played that one as well. Jeez. Yeah. Um but I think I think a lot of people played Armor Core one because they, they they did it as a budget title, didn't they? When the first but it was it, it was also it was also on one of those re- it was on the demo disc that you got with the PlayStation. Demo disc, yeah. It was. Um, it was. Armored Core 6 is very different to it. They've learned clearly learned a lot of lessons from the Soulsborne series. Um, yep. It is a very fast game. Uh, from what I've seen with commentary online, it's much faster than even 4 and 4 Answer, which I suppose, which were the fastest ones previously. Yeah, they were super fast. They were super this fast. This is a... But it's definitely faster. It is definitely This is a spectacle combat fighter where you have to engage with yep. the mechanics... You have to. It, it's basically like playing like a Tekken or a, or a Street Fighter. If you want to be good at it, I was about to say that the bosses are like a Tekken yeah. bout, but there is so much spectacle to it. Like the first time you fight Baltius, which is like he's the he's yeah. the end of Chapter One boss. Um, he's the brick wall. He is. He, he's like a skill gate for players, and he has this kind of ring of like rocket launchers around him, and it's just like a phalanx of missiles come out, of it and it looks spectacular. And then, and then you get to like the the end of chapter three, and you're fighting the snow worm, uh, the ice worm, 
which is this <laughs> massive machine where, and it's a bit of a puzzle fight, but it's got the best yes. sound design and the best characterization because you've got allies with that one and they're all arguing with each other. And you get this wonderful moment where you've got to knock its shield down and then someone with a rail gun about 30 miles away hits it. And you just get this moment where all the sound comes down as, I won't miss. And the railgun hits it and it yeah. booms. And, oh, it's so good. I hate how a lot of there's a lot of discourse online saying, there's no story to this So game. much story to it. Fuck it's off. great story. Fuck off. It's a story-based game. Yeah. Full, through and through. And it won, it won Best Story, didn't it, on one of the awards? I think it might have done. Oh, it was nominated. It was definitely it was nominated for the Golden Joystick for Best Story Rising. Because it's a fantastic story. And, and Gadget's... And trusted he he got through New Game Plus before I did because he just loved I'm it on, that I'm, much. He, I'm he on, whizzed through I'm me. On to, uh, I'm on to second breakfast, second New Game Plus. I'm on at the minute. Uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm trying <laughs> and, trying to get the hidden ending. And it's different enough. It, 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 the replayability of it. And I, I didn't play much online, but when I did, it reminded me of the Fight Clubs in in Elden yeah. Ring. I've done it. A- From Software have never made a full on one versus one dedicated game and this is the closest I've done a got. couple of the online battles but I've also had a couple of cheaters come out because I'm playing it on PC so I'm not bothering with yeah, that yeah they modded it already aren't yeah, they yeah but I'm, I enjoy the arena I enjoy the missions it's great and also it's, it's super special weirdly enough even though it's a high skill game the muscle memory stays with me so like I'm dipping in and out every couple of weeks or so just do a couple oh, yeah. of missions I am and I can pick up the controller and be great at it still so, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is my number three, um, as well as yours, Oodles. And I think it is a very special Sweet. game that not everybody will like. It's a niche oh, no. game. You can't recommend it to anyone, to everyone, can but you? But you can recommend it you to certain recommend people, it. and it's perfect for them. So, yes, absolutely. Candy. I'll do number three. Number three for me, to no one's surprise, is Starfield. And... Starfield. <laughs> Starfield's a By game. By the way, that- just to, just as a disclaimer, <laughs> Starfield's my number nine in my top ten. I really enjoy it's it. It's my it's my it's my eight. But yeah, good game, but not Is top it? five. Well, I only really had the choice it. of five games, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so <laughs> Starfield's a game that did a lot of things very well. It did a lot of things not very well, which is why it came. It didn't come to my number one and. I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on the game, um, but it didn't have the same magic for me. But we're celebrating games. So Starfield is a game that... It does enough, doesn't it? It does enough. It does what it does well, extremely well. Um, they've they've captured the... There's kind of... The, the adventuring into the unknown. They've done absolutely yes. spot on. Going it to does. a planet that's completely barren via a couple of maybe mining... Um, mining outposts and everything. That's great. The story is probably one of the best, or one of the one of the better Bethesda game studio stories. I would say. Um, it, I just finished it this week for that for the very for this very reason because I knew you'd bring it up, and I was really surprised with that ending. It. I really liked. I it. I was surprised with the ending. In that they did the new game plus in quite an interesting way. Yes. Yes. Um, Excellent. But I've run out of Game Pass again now, so... <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. Um, yeah, the way they do New Game Plus is very much depending on how you how much attention you pay to the story as it goes along and different yes. characters' point yes. of views and who, you, who sides with who. And ultimately, it's a kind of... You end up asking yourself some philosophical questions. Can I go through and 
do what I need to do and get the job done no matter who stands in the way or do I want to take the time with the intricacies and carry on with it um I thought the shooting was great I thought the law was I thought the law was great the um it had one level that I just absolutely loved in that it was more like Event Horizon than any other big Bethesda game studios. <laughs> Do you see? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I did that one. That was a really good level, that. It's part of the main story, so, yeah, you would have done it yeah. towards the end. Yeah, no, no Sam Neill in it to put you off. Exactly, Do much better, see? much better. Um, I, do, I was it, always... I, I, I did have the problem with it every time I was fighting the, um, the Terra Morphs. It was just at the time that meme came out on TikTok, so all I was thinking was, can I pet that dog? Every time I saw the, the, every time I saw the terror morphs. Which kind of ruins the impact of them slightly, I would say. But Yeah. <laughs> Did you play any of this, Stig? Did you play any of Starfield at the end? Have you not touched it? No, yet? I've not touched it. And I, I could sure. go on about why it's not my number one for me, but I, like I said, I don't want to... And, uh, on an episode where we're celebrating games, I want to talk about everything yeah. that it did right and... It, it, it did do a lot right. It just didn't hit up to the standard that we hoped, I think, is the best way to describe Starfield it. Starfield 2 will be a 10 out of 10. Sounds dog shit. <laughs> I guess, I, I guess just, just looking at it the same way that Fallout 3 compared to Fallout New Vegas, there's no comparison. I think whatever happens next with Starfield will be a much yes. bigger, better game. Yes. I think Starfield right. 2, if it happens, and I think we can safely say that it probably will because it still did extremely well for Bethesda and for Xbox, Will be a very different game because I don't think Todd Howard's going to be directing it. No, he'll be he'll be re- he'll retired into his leather humidor. <laughs> exactly. It'll be just a full-on film director by that point. Well, uh, well, after, after, after his visionary di- uh, visionary director credit for the Fallout um, yeah, franchise, he'll just that'll be it. Okay, be like Neil Druckmann, he'll just go off to TV. Oh yeah, uh, Starfield, Starfield, good game, good game. Biggie, 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 biggie. This kind of counts. It's Football Manager. <laughs> shut up. Football Manager 2023 stroke 2024 because this game graphics. gets launched near the end of uh, each year, sort of October time. Um, I have been playing Football Manager 23 all through the year, um, and the new one's just come out as well. Um, yes, it's Football Manager. It isn't anything much different. Each little tweak so far is just. Little bits added. Um, one cool feature from 2024, which I forgot to mention actually when I discussed it briefly, was that you could, for the first time, carry on with your save from your previous game. So when the new yes. one came out, yes. I went straight into where I was on 2023 and carried on. All right. um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a vanilla game when you get it. It comes into its own once you add all your mods with all of the logos and stuff that aren't licensed in the game and then crack on with whichever team you want to manage. And who, it, who, it is what it who is. Who are you managing? Of course, he's managed Liverpool. Thank you. Um, Why would you manage yeah, a Premiership it, it, team? Is there a whole challenge? I don't get like, that either. I, I, I mean, I, because you can. No, I know it's you as can. Fun but managing like, your own team that you support, in Europe, you can, like, I, 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 I can play as my local team if I wanted to down this way. Sure, I, I remember playing. I will if I got, Championship I Manager '99, and I was, and it was taking like fucking Leighton Orient or Akron and Stanley yeah. and getting, getting them to wallop Man United. <laughs> Yeah, you can do That's the challenge of the game. You've got to make it hard on yourself. Hey, I tell you what, I'm going to play this here new game, right? And I'm going to pick one of the top teams (laughs) in the world. (laughs) He's sat there going, oh, Mo Salah scored again. Yeah, I'm a you, Fuck these guys. These these fucking (laughs) sadists who who idolise souls. You can bring in the players you want to see at your club that were never bought. You know, you can 
do it that way. I mean, that, I could do it in my club because the, the <laughs> that would be a challenge to actually stay in the Premiership. <laughs> Premier League. Oh, all right, Premier League. Premiership should yeah, be fucking yeah, out. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's not for everybody. Um, I do want to give it one big shout, though, because as far as I'm aware, it doesn't have... Played. It must be one of the... The only proper games out there that doesn't have any competition. Because there are ones it that does. you can buy that you can probably pay to win and all that kind of stuff. There are freebies out there that you can play that the way. Soccer think- Manager 2023 on Android. That's his competition. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, there just soccer isn't anything manager. else to play. It's literally, if you're going to play this sort of game, Football Manager is the I one think I, I'm only jealous, Biggie, that you're allowed to play it and I'm not. You're, you, there are reasons why you're not allowed to play it, Oodles, and that's because you don't eat. Because it's crack. Yeah, it's crack. I don't <laughs> you lose when I play that game. You play it. Um, I mean, it's crack. fair play to them. Like, Sports Interactive have basically created a genre for themselves where they are yeah. the big the big fish. There is no one else in the heels because no one can do it as well. Like They've made the most interesting spreadsheet of all time. Yeah, it genuinely is. It's Excel the game, isn't it? <laughs> I can't wait there for is... FIFA to make their own version. Oh God, imagine yeah. that! Destroy it. <laughs> Destroy it. There is a caveat on that though, because they have announced that 2025 is being built from the ground up. They're doing something a bit different. Well, yeah, but they, they, they haven't they, said what. They, they have that built. <laughs> they have that built-in experience. They know what they're doing with it. What they'll probably do yeah. is upgrading to the latest version of Excel. It'll be a new shade of purple <laughs> in the background. You want to get the different ribbon across the top, you know? Um, yeah. Right. Ticker yeah, tape. Ticker tape will anymore. be better. Fanta- Is it 60 frames per second, that game? <laughs> Ray Tracy. <laughs> Fantastic. Stig, what's your number three? My number three is a game that was announced in June and then came out four months later. Super Mario Brothers Wonder! Woohoo! <laughs> Can you put your moustache back on? Yeah. Not played it. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers Wonder is a new 2D Mario game and it's so fucking good and so joyous and so different to every other 2D Mario game that they've ever done. They've just yeah. done it again. They've what more can they've bloody done it again? What can Nintendo do now with a new 2D Mario game? This is what they can do. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> And they'll do it again though, that's the fucking yeah. thing. Those they'll just bastards keep doing they'll it. do it again. It has a different. Ah! It has a slightly different look and animate animations. There, all these voice acting, all the different um, power ups you can get. I didn't even talk about this when I reviewed it. So obviously, you got the elephant one. But you get you can get a bubble trap one, which is kind of like flower power, but instead of shooting, yeah, it makes you go. No, instead of shooting um, like fireballs, Fireball. you shoot bubbles, and it traps enemies into bubbles and turns them into coins. So you could just oh, and the, and you can use bubbles as well to like jump. Jump on and whip. Oh right! So you get different. You can you can find the hidden yeah. stuff by doing tactics like that. That's bad. And on. there's That's the cool. drill Mario. So you can turn yourself into a drill and you can <laughs> drilling everyone. You literally, can <laughs> drill yourself into the floor and you can like burrow along and just like pop out. But it also means that if there's a roof on the level, you can jump into that and you can scurry along on the top of the level and find find the warp pipes. Yeah. So there's all that kind of stuff, and it's just this. The more I've played it, I've played this game obviously a lot more since um, I talked about it on the on the pod. But yeah, the when you get those wonder seeds, I, the, every single level is different. Each wow. level has a minimum of like two wonder seeds. You get one at the end when you finish the level, and you've got to hit, find one within the level. And every single one is different. There hasn't been a single time where they've just repeated 
the the crazy goings on that's yeah. happening, and it's just so good. Like the, it, yeah, I, it's Nintendo. When people say, "How could Nintendo do in Mario Kart Nine after they've done eight so well?" Or how can they do they like can. another three D Mario after the last few were so good? They do with Mario Kart Nine as a gritty because, reboot, aren't they? Because they can, and they always have speed. these fucking amazing <laughs> ideas. And oh, this yeah. is another one. I was watching some of Ryukar's videos on it because obviously he's the, he's the guy to go to for Mario content. Um, and I might pick the game up at some point, but what what kind of shone out for me was just the quality of the animations. Like it's a fucking oh. luxury looking game. Yeah, it looks. It how looks the amazing. hell is on that console as well? Yeah, how the hell is the Switch <laughs> putting that out? Mate, Monster Hunter Rise. That's true. But yeah, it 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 does look really good. And looks and it's also just you know having a good. 2D Mario game that's not Mario Maker nor kind of a retread because like New Super Mario Brothers is kind of just a retread of old stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. I, I think the stuff you got on the Wii and the Wii U was just kind of, it felt like old stuff but it just newer graphics. Whereas this is just something completely new, completely brand new and it's so it's it's amazing. It, honestly, it's one of the best Mario games I've ever played. Ooh, fantastic. I'm going to have to pick that up at some point. Right, on to our number twos, because my number three was Armored Core 6. So, number two for Oodles. Um, potentially the only indie game on my top ten, actually. Um, if it's classed as indie, I don't know what bloody indie games are anymore now. <laughs> but it feels indie in my heart. And everyone knows it's coming. Dredge. Dredge is by Black Salt Games. Dredge is my number six. Dredge is an indie game. Ooh. But Dredge is an indie game. It's is Dave it? the Diver that's not an indie game. I don't know. I've not played that. Maybe I should. Uh, but Dredge, um, it did. It came out at the right time for me. It's um, everyone knows. I had. Uh, I've been in hospital this year and stuff like that. I had some um, things I needed to change in my life, and this game helped. Massively, because I felt lonely. And the game's about loneliness and about being on your own and being isolated and being scared of the dark and being scared of... And if you don't know what it is, it's a fishing game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking fishing game. But it's HP Lovecraft's fishing simulator. It's <laughs> the best way to put it. It's... He swept Twitter by storm as well. There were a lot of people going, shit, this is great. It's one of the best Team 17 published games I've played since probably Ukulele 2, which I adored and no one fucking played and should have done. Um, it's... I know there's something really special about it. Um, I played it on PS5 originally and then I played it on, I got it on Switch as well. And I know a lot of people that listen to this show have played it and some have fallen off it, but I know some have blasted through it and, and absolutely loved it. I I think I didn't I didn't finish it, but I don't want to say I fell off it. I yeah, I had everything else came out. Everything else came out, but also I just had my fill of it. Like the amount of time I put into it was perfect and you were spent. I, I yeah, was spent. But what I played of it was excellent. I just I just this I don't know. It felt it felt akin to me like how Disco Elysium made me feel. Okay, I can, I can see it's that, like yeah. This is special, but in a different way. This girl is special in a different way because it's a game without gameplay that <laughs> I adored, and I don't usually like games without gameplay. Yeah. That that really 
but you had inventory management. You had your upgrades. It was kind of a stealth RPG. I suppose, yeah. I suppose. And then this game itself is... It's quick time events, the game. But it somehow manages to be so special and therapeutic and it saved me in a weird, crazy way. Like Left 4 Dead did on 360. I get saved by games sometimes. I'll get saved by books and I get saved by films. We all get saved by things. And you don't realise until afterwards that, oh shit, you helped. And I'll always adore Black Salt games from now on. Whatever they do next, I'm, I'm there for it. I'm here. Um, I will give you my money. Hasn't there been, there's been like a free update come out with like some extra content in it? Started it. <laughs> <laughs> good, good lad, good lad. I love it. I love it. And uh, if you've not played it, again, you don't have to finish it, this game. You don't have to finish this game. Get your fill. Yeah. I got my fill and I very much, and it's still my number six. Good lad. Okay. Perfect. There you go. Candy Machine. Numero dos for me is... A Final Fantasy game, unlike the which we've never seen before, Final Fantasy 16. This is Final Fantasy Grown Up. Number eight. This is Final Fantasy for Grown Ups. This is the first mainline Final Fantasy of its ilk, shall we say. It's a darker tone. It's The whimsy is still there, but it's not quite so whimsical. It's grounded. I adored it. Those boss fights were a absolute (laughs) sight to fucking behold. Whether or not you, I was always a few days in front of you, and I kept saying, I kept saying, "Get ready, Candy, get ready, it's coming." Well, do you know what? Every time you know you said it's going to bake your PS5. Every time I thought, "Well, this must be the boss that does it," and I'm there like feeling my PS5. It, it, it like, it's not that one. It's not that one. <laughs> and just the absolute spectacle. I mean, some of the boss fights, it, it is more of a spectator sport, I would say, than actually participating yeah. Yeah. in some you of just them. Tap in. Tap, 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 tap. It doesn't matter. <laughs> But you've put the work in at that point where you want to watch this. And with the old Final Fantasy games, you know, you had the FMVs as a treat at the end of a, uh, a, you know, a a long period of grinding. And this was the same. You worked your way through this bit. You had this huge boss battle. I cannot believe the sheer magnitude of what they managed to push out of the PS5. (laughs) It's just unbelievable. (laughs) <laughs> it's so it's just yeah it's it's unbelievable clive who thought how can we make the name the name clive cool it works, it works. there's the, the, <laughs> there's a reason the, yeah there's been some there's been some frothing ladies around the internet with clive and froth i did froth hard it's, <laughs> it's great it's, he's he's, he's, up he's, there he's got he's got a good collarbone oh doesn't he's, he he's just he's just up there with some of the best characters they've ever had I think he's not he's a misogynist. A lot, he? He's not. He's yeah. Yeah, he does. He's not a misogynist. He's not moody. Uh, he's not awkward when he speaks to people. Squall, I'm looking at you. <laughs> he, do you know what I mean? He's not. He's not. He doesn't have memory issues like Cloud. Do you know what I mean? That that, that he's just oh, is a fully fleshed out character. Is oh, the Zidane. reboot that the Final Fantasy mainline um, series needed? And I think it's. Yeah. Square Enix. And we follow him through his life as well, from a boy yeah. to a man. Yeah, and Square Enix have pulled their socks up. They've realised that the Final Fantasy crowd have grown up. You know, we were teenagers playing Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII. We're not teenagers anymore. We Times have moved on with RPGs. And this is the game that Square Enix, you know, Final Fantasy has moved along with it. And I can't wait. To, I, I was worried after Final Fantasy. And don't get me wrong, I liked Final Fantasy XV. 
the boy band one. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I like the um, first 10 hours of it, and then I realised, oh, no, there's 30 more hours of this. I'm not th- doing this. This is it. Oh, yeah, this no. Is it. <laughs> and I can't wait to see where the series is going. The, I think maybe the one thing it lacked was the, the, the really beautiful scenery that some of them get, some of the games do, but... There's a lot of open fields, wasn't there? Yeah, a very sort of damp England feeling weather, but it was... Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you cast Finchie from The Office in it, you're going to get damp English weather. <laughs> he is insane in it. He, and again, it's not it's not a massive spoiler because he already mentioned this, but he's not in throughout the whole game, but his presence is felt throughout the whole game. Fair enough. In a perfect way that you think, fuck, yeah, and... That's how you do characters for a mature audience. Mm. It, it, Clive's not the avatar of this game. Now, it's not like Cloud is the avatar of the game. You're just yeah. controlling Cloud that only goes, not bothered, not bothered. Because that's what like, kind of said teenagers were like, I'm not bothered. You're just controlling Clive through his life. Cli- we're Cli- spectators. Clive is his own character, effectively. Yeah, it's... Everyone's their own character, and everyone, I hate this when they're saying, "Oh, it's Game of Thrones, Final Fantasy." No, it's not. No, it's more than that. It is it's, absolutely. It, it, and you can't it's, say it's that also, Game also, of Thrones is the pioneer of anything. It's very good at what it no. does. But it's no pioneer, yeah. you know. And, and it's also worth remembering: Final Fantasies one through five were all swords and boards, dragons, fantasy. Yeah, absolutely, mate. It was six, it was six when they started putting the robot shit in there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. The combat's great as well. It's um, it's real time. It's not. It's it's not turn based. It never will be. Devil May Clive, in it. Devil May Clive, you really <laughs> feel powerful. You can, you know, you level up your um, your powers, like you would expect. But the oh god, I loved it. I, it was such it's a so, surprise. It's really me. good. I was expect again. I was expecting not that much from it. I think Square Enix games, especially after Forspoken. I didn't hold out much hope, but... Oh, I forgot about that game existed. <laughs> <laughs> so did Square Enix. Yeah. It's, it's made me excited. Like, yeah, as, as a long-term Final Fantasy fan, I've played them all in sequence, in order, whatever, when, when we got them, obviously, in, in, in the West. Um, I haven't loved one since 12. That's how long... 12 so what's good. That? 15 years? Longer mm. than 15 years ago now. 10, 12, it was 10 it? for me. 10 was the last 12. one that really resonated. 12 was 2007. Last, yeah, end of PS2 era, weren't it? Yeah. 12, and people didn't get, didn't play 12 because the PS3 came out and the yeah. Xbox 360 came. People That's just, right, yeah. And it's it's one of the best ones, and I haven't loved one since then because 13 came out and just fucking <laughs> nearly killed the franchise. And 14's, 14's a fantastic game now. It wasn't. And 15, 15 really strained the goodwill of the audience. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> yeah, you can really class fourteen as a mainline Final Fantasy game because it's an MMO. Even though it's I don't got, you know, know, there's some fucking story in that, mate. It's pretty fucking special. <laughs> yeah. But it, that, 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 we count that one separately. Anyway, times are ticking. Yeah, Final Fantasy sixteen candy's number two. Biggie, are you got a twenty twenty three one? Give us a twenty twenty three game you've played, please. Just about. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason why. I haven't got a 2023 list is because of this game and my number one game as well. So Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, again, came out late last year, and we have been playing it all year. That doesn't count. So it does count because it it comes out so late, you're playing it through this year. Yeah, but it came out in October 2022. 
I could yes, have put College of Three in my list. You can't that game like that. You have to play it throughout the year because of the seasons. I finished the number one, mate. And that is what is so good about this game because for the money you pay originally when that game came out, and yes, I did a game show with my uh, friend M. Flem as well, so it was even cheaper for us, but bang for your buck, you got the campaign, which was really good, bar a few little bits, but generally it was really good. The multiplayer is excellent, which is what we played. The DMZ, which was kind of new, that was great fun. Warzone, we never really even touched this year purely because the multiplayer was that good. The seasons were really good. The fun, the battle pass is so addictive. That's what keeps us going. The banter, even met up with a friend that we've been playing with all year for the first time. We met in life for the first time. That was really nice. Um, it's just a really good shooter. It really is. Um, apparently not the new one, but this one <laughs> was good. was really, really good. And stick with that it. one, that pal. Stick, stick with that game. Don't bother getting the new one. I've put in pretty much 350 hours this year into Call of Duty, so that is why. My gaming time is limited, so when I do play in the evenings, it's either that or something else, and that is literally it. Fair enough, fair the enough. That, that is came why. out last year. Okay. <laughs> so End of last year. Stig, what's your number two? Please be a 2023 game. All of mine are 2023 games. <laughs> All of mine are... Oh, my games are 2023. <laughs> well... That's what that's what we're here for. I mean, when we talk about TV and film next year, I'm not going to be like, I've watched The Sopranos no, this year. I'm not going to talk about Succession because <laughs> yeah, I could exactly. do actually technically. But yeah, you could. You had the last season of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, exactly. I could, I could talk about yeah, the last exactly. series, but um, anyway. Anyway, yeah, um, your number two game, Stig. Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi yes! Rush is a game that dropped on Xbox Game Pass out of nowhere as shadow drops one of the greatest shadow drops of all time xbox live event or whatever it was and like here's a new game oh by the way you can play it now what so it's on game pass fuck it let's give it a go oh, i finished this it's so good it's so much fun i absolutely loved it i love the world i love the colors i love the sound i love the animation the the characters the writing the sound the soundtrack is incredible and i'm usually not really one for rhythm games but this one just worked really well and it's simple it's simple enough as yeah. a rhythm game i i i, I, th- I think as well as it's accommodating as a rhythm game because the whole thing is obviously yeah. You, yeah. you hit on the beat but if you miss the beat and you you uh when you hit attack chai will just hit on the next beat so you'll you fall out of rhythm but chai keeps his rhythm so you can still do the combos and you, you just don't get as high a score yeah and i think that's what helped it for a lot of people but it's fucking glorious, that game. I love it so much. I really didn't love it as much as you two, but I played it in the wrong circumstances on my phone. Yeah, because you're dead inside. the problem. No, but it still, still had a controller and stuff, and there was no lag or anything. I just... I think if you were to play it on an actual Xbox or on a PC... Yeah, probably. Like, like, probably would have liked it more. Like, not over xCloud as well, because I know you said xCloud worked really well for you, but there, there will be some lag and some weird... There must have been some. Yeah, there must have been some. But like, I, I, I liked it. It's, it's in my top 20, but I didn't... I didn't 20. love it. Fucking punk's gonna come oh, got, stab you. <laughs> I've got, I've got. It's in my top twenty. I don't, I don't care. He can come and stab me. He's tried it before. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, and I'm still alive. So for me, Hi-Fi Rush was my number four, not because it's any less good than what Stig says, but just there were other games that knocked it down for me. Yeah, just the, the, I love the characters and that that world. I want more. I want more of them. 
I um, want an anime of them. Did, I just want to see. An did anime. it do well? Did it do well financially? Then do you know? It was just it know. was just game, it, game Pass, but it did really well on Steam. A lot of people bought because it, it was priced at like tw- that's good then twenty two quid on Steam. I'd like it to continue as a, as a, as a franchise. I think I, it's a very good Steam think, Deck game. I bet it is. Yeah, I bet it is. Bigger, bigger part, bigger screen. Yeah, yeah. I bet it is actually. Yeah. I, need, I, I need more. I'm willing to play it again if I do end up getting an Xbox. I'd, I'd play it again. I, it's not that long either, and, and the soundtrack, like Stig says, is um, but the thing really is, surprising. The thing is, it's one of those infinite replay. Like they actually, it took me, I think, about ten hours to get through the whole game because I kind of struggled yeah, in the last chapter. Same for me. There was one. There was one quite long um, rhythm moment where I was struggling. I think it's because I was using Bluetooth headphones and there was too a bit too much lag. Um, yeah. But got through it. Um, I've been back through it again since kind of on and off a little bit like how I'm doing Armored Core and doing some of the challenge stuff and like unlocking some of the rooms I couldn't get before because like you know you didn't have the right support characters but it's just a game that makes me smile like I have not laughed so much at a game as I have with that there are some really brilliantly funny moments there are really brilliantly heartfelt moments it can be really sweet it can be really brutal it's so good. It's it's so fucking strange. And then they put the fucking prodigy on the soundtrack, and I'm like, yes, man. Yeah, that bit, that bit was. <laughs> I'm, great. Tell, I'm telling you now, right? Tango game game works. The the, the, the changing like, landscape of what you expect from them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, the fact that this we game, know this, now that they don't give a fuck. Yeah, this came from the same studio that did Evil Within and fucking Tokyo Ghostwire. I was like, hang on a second. Yeah, this is a bit of a left turn for you, give lads. A fuck. No, but even like uh, Ghostwire Tokyo was. Such a weird game, and they don't give a fuck now. And they again, they're now ones to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're just going to be like, oh, his next game is just a puzzle game. But get there's a twist. There'll be you know what I mean. There'll be something. The wild. Yeah, I like I like that game. It's, I just don't love it. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, so my number two, and I suspect Candy might have this one higher. Uh, I have Alan Wake two. I have it higher. Okay, so we'll go, we'll defer to defer to Candy when we come around there. So we've been through our top fours, uh, the back end of the top five rather. Time for our number ones. So, Oodles, what is your game of the year? <laughs> this was the longest week. Now, it's not Alan Wake two. No, that's in my top ten. It's Baldur's Gate three. Shock! Okay. I never, f- I never thought though in my existence that I'd have I, such a nerd game as my number one. I tell you what, because it's my <laughs> top game and it'll be Stig's top game. Let's let Candy and Biggie go first. Then in that case, because we're going to have to nerd out on Baldur's Gate for a little while here. <laughs> so, Candy Machine, can we nerd out together? <clears throat> well, yes, as you were. Uh... Alluded to Alan Wake 2 has surprised and delighted uh, me. And I've had to break my own rule because I haven't finished it yet. But by all accounts... It, it, doesn't, it doesn't drop off. No, uh, by all accounts, it does not shit the bird. I, no, it does not. I loved Alan Wake 1. I loved Control. I had to go back and watch the Alan Wake DLC and the Control DLC. It's um, great. <laughs> I know, but I can be bothered to go back and play it. Um, yeah, yeah. I... I'm really finding it difficult to find any points that I don't like about this game. There is just too many elf packs. No, that's fine for me. I love it. 
Uh, it's just <laughs> <laughs> they're so cleverly written. Like Remedy Games, I think probably I I can't wait to see what they write next because the writing is so clever and it's so different. And like Gadget said when we're chatting, I would quite happily read an Alan Wake book. Yeah, the thing is though with Remedy, they have always been clever. Even the first Max Payne game is superbly written. Yeah, the prose in Max Payne is next level. It's because it's because uh, it's, it's, it's just it's all, hammy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, because it was deliberately hammy as fuck. Like, it's all yes, ri- it's all written exactly. by Sam Lake. Sam Lake knows exactly what he wants to put out there. He could he could just novelize anything and turn it into like a neo noir fucking opera. And what an yeah. absolute character Sam Lake is as well. What a what an MVP in the world. It's a that rock man star. is He's a rock star. Complete rock star and complete troll as well. Like you said gadget like I, I'm sure it wasn't him that was like put me in the game. It was everyone around him. There's no way he wanted to be in it. They've messed they've made him do it. It's just That's how I, that's how I see it. He's not, he's not asked he's he's not put insert himself they've gone Sam why don't we just put your face in there Yeah exactly go on Sam you can do it do this <laughs> well, it, it, go on Sam cuz he became Max Payne because all the people oh, that, that, all, that original Max yeah. Payne face is so good All the people in the cutscenes <laughs> of Max Payne are developers and friends and family yes. of the developers like yes. the like the, uh, the the kind of the slightly dominatrix the older woman that um is torturing Max at one point That's yes. a, that, that's the um that's the Graphic designer's mother. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, yeah. so because the story, and I'm not going to spoil things for Stig, but because of the way the story goes, it didn't have any choice but to put Sam Lake back in there because Alex Casey needed to be It makes sense, thing. doesn't it? It makes sense. Alex Casey in all but name. Mm. He is, he, he, that is not Alex Casey at all. We know who it is, but we're not allowed to contractually say who it is. Because a rock star on the character. <laughs> Yeah, it's we all know who that is. It's such, We're it, not stupid. It's such a clever game. The way the writing wraps around itself, the way it nails everything together, even just the structure of the game is cleverer than I expected it to be. I really like what they've elevated with Alan's character because he's very paranoid. He's very he's lost his mind a bit, mm. being stuck in the dark place for so long. Um, I love Saga. She's a wonderful character. She's brilliant. What's the name yeah. of What's the name of the um? The guy that he goes to see in the hotel all the time, the guy that he, he has a, a drug bender with, Thomas. Ah, oh, he's brilliant, and it's the same guy as well that plays. Same him. actor, yeah. Yeah, um, he is brilliant. But ah, oh, such a good moment that. I like that there are still references to the old gods of Asgard, all that yeah. kind of thing. Like everything gets put in there. Uh, Alan's third chapter. We're not spoiling it for Stig, but it's incredible. You you know Candy. <laughs> You've got you've got the gif on your computer. I have not got over that. I have absolutely not. <laughs> the, the sheer wonderment of what happened took me by. If... It took me by the throat and it made me look at the screen <laughs> and I could not look away. And that's all I've been able if to you think about. Me, that's all I've been able to dream about for the last week. If you asked me, what would your top, your top moment of this gen? Oh yeah, that. I'd say it was that that, that chapter. Hands down. Yeah. Wonderful. There's no way that that makes the ashtray maze look fucking tame. <laughs> and yeah, I I think Alan Wake Two is a, is an achievement, a technical achievement, because it looks fucking glorious. Like it's a l- next gen. It's a yeah. it's it's what we were promised when the PS5 and Xbox came out. Like this is this is luxury as a game. Yeah. Sound and design's wonderful. Some 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 of the gameplay design is still a bit kind of Xbox 360 gen with just the way the combat works, but I'm fine with it. 
but there's so little it's such an intriguing and engaging game without there even needing to be that much combat i'd yeah. be quite happy to play play through the game with just the mystery and intrigue of what's happening my only complaints with it and you, you'll get this kind of as you get a little bit further into it candy there are some slight pacing issues in both in saga's middle game mm. um it's not horrendous it's not enough to like knock it down from being a 10 out of 10 but it's it's stuff that just makes it not quite perfect for me. Yeah. But and there's no fast travel. There's no fast travel. <laughs> have you done the um have you done Coffee World? Yes. That was so good. Yes, I have. Very I've... Silent Hill. And yeah, it, yeah, it just the the, diff- the different mechanics for both the characters as well. Um you know, Alan having his clicker and um Saga's kind of mind map. Yeah. It's just all of it is so clever. It can almost feel like playing two games at once. You can you can switch between. That's how the Gadget two. did it. He did he did one of the full full stories and then went back and did the yeah. other guy. Yeah, I did it where I did a chapter of each. That's what I'm doing. I think I'm going to go I back get, to uh, Alan. Gadget were like, I really like I really like Saga's story. No, oh, it was, no, it was, it was, it was Alan's story. It. it was something about Alan's story that just dragged me through. Anyway, and then the game the game forces you, doesn't it? To then, do well, it. yeah, when you get to so the good. end. So yeah, it's um, yeah, Alan Way Two so good, and it's a. I'm fully. I'm at the point now where I 100% fully trust Remedy for whatever they do. Yeah. Quantum Break made me wobble on them a bit, but then Control was fantastic, and now they've dropped this. I'm just like, yeah, you yeah. guys are legends. It's been a long time since a game has grabbed me quite as wholly as this has. I think also. I think also again, my last point is that I love how much Finnish stuff is in there. Yeah. Because obviously yeah. Remedy are a Finnish company. Yeah. Um, and. You know, it's like a lot of dialogue is finished. A lot of the dialogue is, is finished, and there's like, like it's almost like like one of the towns next to Bright Falls is almost like a little Finland kind of thing, and it's they've, yeah. they've all got the saunas and stuff like that, and it's ah, oh, it's it's great. Yeah. But we're running on on time. Yeah, this is going to be a long fucking episode. Uh, Biggie, what is your what is your game of the year? It's the games of 2023. So Cyberpunk came out 2020. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm playing the game that should have been out in 2020, but I'm actually playing it in 2023 because it's kind of the game that it should have been. I would say, we'll, we'll count this one because they finished it this year. <laughs> playing the patch. They absolutely. It's game of the year. The early, access, early access ended this year. <laughs> and yes, we made fun of it. It was much derided on this podcast. I made a formal first, apology but... to the listeners when I turned around and said, this game's good now. <laughs> it is. It's grabbed me, man. It's made me stop playing COD. Um, wow! I, I love from multiplayer. Last year. I love the yeah. I, I love the the banter that I have with my friends. But I wanted to play something solo, and not many games. You know, when like you were saying, like when they grab you and it's all you think about. That's what this game has done to me. And I would it's actually say really at the moment, good. the main plot isn't what's grabbing me. I'm enjoying the side quest stuff. Because like. they've made them good and they've got rid of shit ones. It's just entertaining going off and doing all the different stuff for people. Yes. And yes, originally your mobile phone wouldn't shut up as you were going from area to area. It's not but the same I anymore, have it is on. it? I still have it on, but it's not as bad as it used to be. And you actually get follow-ups to missions that yes. you've done for somebody. They'll text you and you have this little fake text going between <laughs> you. You might not have noticed this as well. Like Now when you do side quests, you get a worthy treasure at the end of it. Yes, you should just get a do. bit of yeah. credits or like, uh, like yeah. holy shit! This kind, of, this weapon has changed my build completely that I've now unlocked. 
and it makes the world more alive. I just and then when totally you, you get into Fanny Libs, mate, a... Fanny Libs just changes the whole fucking game. I, I just, I, I just like the fact it. that they sorted out the level up menu. You can fucking oh, read it so now. much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So you> can <laughs> see what's coming. Yeah, you can you can make informed decisions rather than picking a skill, thinking it links to the next one. Yeah. Oh no, I've got to get these four skills over here to get to this one that I actually want. If you recall, on the original drop of um, Cyberpunk, lock picking was in the strength category. <laughs> yeah, that didn't make sense. <laughs> what? Have you seen? There's been but a new update for it today as well. Like that, you can actually yes, use the metro. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, there's just lots of stuff has been added, lots of stuff has been fixed. Yes, it still has bugs. The jank hasn't gone, but it's just and less. Yes, it's of cost it. CD Projekt more money than producing yeah. the game in the first place. <laughs> it has. They spent about 485 million, I think, on fixing this game. <laughs> I mean, fair play to them because they could have easily just thrown it in the bin and said, "Well, let's just try harder totally, next time." Totally. Yeah, folk to it. Yeah, but. Johnny Silverhands isn't as bad as he was before. I like the music is banging. Um, They've changed all the just music. Just the weapons, just the combat. The city is alive, or feels alive, should I say. Um, yeah. And I, I wanted to give a shout-out to the fact that I'm playing it with my headphones on because I'm really loving the atmosphere, the audio. Spatial audio as well, hasn't it? Where, it's where The cars come behind you. So good. Um, so, yeah, it's you can get this game dirt, dirt cheap now. It's so cheap to buy. So... Yeah, if you ever wonder what it's like now, it's my top game of the year for me. It's well worth the money. And I'm looking forward to uh, finishing it. Really, really, really enjoying it. Really good. They've finally delivered the game. They said, yeah, we're going to. You can let us know on next year's game of the year. Yeah, when you finish <laughs> Fanny Lips. <laughs> but yeah. Who, who that, knew that Idris Elba would be a really good character in a game? Because he's really good. He's really it's almost good. like he's an actor. <laughs> oh, oh, the thunky. Yeah, but Keanu Reeves is also an actor and he's not very well, good. No, no, Keanu Reeves is Keanu Reeves. He just exists as Keanu Reeves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, so Cyberpunk, three year old game is Biggie's game of 2023. Fantastic, wonderful, brilliant. <laughs> okay, so moving on. I'm the retro guy of the pod. <laughs> You're the renegade master. So, gentlemen, Baldur's Gate fucking three. Pissed off. You're pissed off, Oodles, that it's a fucking D and D game. Yeah, I just did not expect this. This blindsided the. Fu- I mean, I I I did play Baldur's Gate one and two years and years and years ago, and it was just a clicky game that I, I kind of enjoyed when I was playing it. They announced this, and I wasn't like, oh yeah, Baldur's Gate's coming back. I was just like. This is going to be decent because I I love Larian because I the Divinity two mainly not Divinity one. Um, I just, I don't know how they did it. I know how they did Honestly, it. Honestly, I know how they did it. By releasing it very early. They did it by putting Act 1 out in early access and yeah. listening to the fans. Fine-tuned. Paying paying their voice actors, paying their writers, paying their developers. You you know how everyone always had this belief that CD Projekt Red was were the good guys of gaming? Because there's yeah, so much no. with The Witcher and, like, you know, you got proper physical stuff with the game. No, no, it's fucking Larian. Those yeah. Swedish but bastards have done it. They are the good guys there's, of gaming. There's, you, it usually only happens once a generation. This is a phenomenon. It's a, it, it is a generational game. In the same it's way that not, I think... It's not... The same way that I think Baldur's Gate 2 was. 
Because Baldur's Gate 1 was yeah, great. Yeah, 2 was a, a two was, real step up. 2 was unreal. 2 was like something wildly yeah. different in, in in terms of quality. And don't get me wrong, I love Baldur's but, Gate 1. I've, I've spoken about this, like, again, ad nauseum. So I'm not going to say that much on it, but the main reason it's my number one is because it shocked me. How good and everyone knows my issues with Act Three. Yeah. But if I'm still putting a game at number one when I don't <laughs> love the whole game, doesn't that just show you how much quality is in that game? When I've I've now finished that game nearly I, I'm just coming up to my third playthrough to the end. It's insanely good. For me, what sealed it as game of the year, I mean, pretty much I was confident from about maybe three hours in that it was going to be my game of the year. It's built for you, that game, though. It's absolutely it's built, built for, for me. You. But I think what properly sealed the deal for me was that when... Because I'm on my second playthrough. You got to when shag I, someone. Yeah. When, I fi- <laughs> <laughs> when I finished my first playthrough, I was sad. Not that the game was over, but that my character's story was over. Like, it's been a long time since I've played an RPG where I've really got into the role play, where I've really wanted to... So my character, she was she was a, a tiefling druid called Ta'ala, and I played her... You know, I, t- I, t- I took all of the... Either the tiefling or the druid uh, choices, generally kind. If there was an option to talk about nature or animals, she went... Like, I really leaned into the role play of the character. And at the end of it, she got a pretty good ending. She didn't get the best ending available, but she got a pretty good ending, and most of my party did. And I saw, as, as the credits go, I, I just had a, li- a little bit of mist in the eye there because I thought, I'm not going to play as her again. There's no new game plus for these characters. You know, you go through and you finish it, and her story is done. You know, I've rolled up another character who's turning out to be an absolute bastard. I'm just rolling with the dice as I go it, and she's doing well. <laughs> but that's, what the, that, that's the kind of thing, like, you know, you think of, like, Bioware games, and, like, Bioware... Or, or even like Final Fantasy, you know, they are RPGs in terms of numbers go up, but you're not really role-playing. You have a character in those games. Like, this is what's yeah. rare for me, that you you can literally actually role-play as anything you want. Unless you... Yeah. Even if you pick the fucking origin characters, even if you pick, like, the main cast, you can still role-play them however you want to play them. But you'd, you'd, you'd then be wasting some really good voice acting if you pick one of them. I know you would. Because they don't talk, do they? Voice acting is unreal <laughs> in that game. Fucking Neil Newborn is a starry, and that performance is wonderful. Um, Carlax, oh, darling. Carlax's <laughs> voice performance is off the chain, uh, off the chain, off the charts. Um, She's got ADHD, yeah. Absolutely. Side note, mm. I was at and Comic-Con. And she's pansexual. I was at Comic-Con today, that representation. and the starian was there. <laughs> what, actual Neil Newborn, or just... Or just the, the voice actor. Did you I, kiss him? No, I met Troy Baker instead. Did you kiss him? Oh, I tried. <laughs> he was very tall, very tall. Some handsome bloody devils, oh. aren't they, both of them too? I, yeah, I think it's a, a game that go, will go down as a legendary game. The thing is, again, like... Like most, most of the... Like, like, like Elden Ring is an amazing game. That got all the Game of the Year stuff last year. It's not generational. But I don't think that's a, a, as legendary a game. That's because just... That's an evolution of Dark Souls. It's the perfect of that yeah. type, like, isn't it? This is different. Like, people will remember Dark Souls more than they'll remember Bloodborne, Sekiro, Absolutely. Elden Ring. This yeah. 
like you can think of any CRPG going, whether it's changed it. whether it's kind of Divinity or Icewind Dale or um, the Warhammer Rogue Trader that's about to come out. Like they're all now going it's to be compared to Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, I mean, again, like Stig's going to probably mention it, but he's put this as his number one, and he hasn't finished it yet. That's how powerful it is. Yeah, it's great. I know it's solid been and diamond before I even got out of Act One. Yeah, <laughs> just like nothing is beaten. Act me. One is the best game of the year. Nothing is beaten. This it's incredible. <laughs> I just had time in this last month really to put time into yeah. it. But yeah, but you just said everything really that I needed to be said. It's just so finely tuned and just absolutely amazing. And and it's just all these little hidden things. If you do enough kind of exploring and looting of chests and, and bodies and you could talk to bodies and find things out and you, it, they've put all these little nuggets in and there's like a there's a thing you can loot and in there one of the nice is called the poo scraper it's just little stupid yep, yeah. things like that that they do like gadget got turned into a wheel of cheese i did <laughs> it's because it, it, I pissed it, off a gin. Don't piss off the gin. It's, it's as serious as it wants to be at yeah. times, but it's stupid and wacky as... It's D&D. It's wacky and stupid at times. Yeah. It's serious at other times. And they just put it into this really amazing game I mean, with a it, fuck ton it, of detail in it. It's it's mm. tantamount to how close it can be to D&D is that three of the boss fights in the game I resolve by convincing them to kill themselves. Yeah, same. <laughs> And again, a testament to its gameplay as well. I am not as thorough as someone like Stig, hence why he's taking longer than me, but I still managed to get the fantastic endings to the axe. Yeah. Just because of my choices rather than my gameplay. Yeah. How we, how we, how we can manage to do that. And I've barely scratched the surface, even on my like three runs I've had of it, because I'm not that kind of guy like Stig will pick every book off at shelf, just in case. Just, you never know, do you? You never know if something's there. Fact, but I'm not that kind of... I don't play it for that. I play it for conversational aspects of it. Yeah. Like, I play Dungeons & Dragons in real life for this podcast because I enjoy the conversational bits. Yes. I'm never that engaged in the combat. I'm not bothered. There are uh, there are two things that I think... And I know these both seal it for candy, that this that this should be game of the year. Over all the way to. Um, one... You can become a cat's mother, and it's very happy to happy to see you. Oh. And even if you're using talk with animals, it still speaks like a cat goes, brother, <laughs> like that. <laughs> and oh shit, what was the what was the other point? Oh yeah, um, you can fucking shag anything, basically. Both very good points. Like every <laughs> every uh, party member is romanceable some way shape or form you can you, you can you can have a sordid foursome with a with a pair of drow twins you can fuck a squid you can't fuck a squid you'll try anything once <laughs> <laughs> i did it more than once <laughs> you can fuck your way through fairy basically it's a horny super game super special. it's a very fucking horny game but it doesn't game. have to be either you don't have to be that. if you don't want to play it for that reason you don't have to you no can say, no I'm not shagging. It depends on my dice rolls because I'm playing as cowboy when I go back to it. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> ah, you're not going to get laid, mate. You're dying a virgin. Gonna, he's going <laughs> to die on the first fucking beach. He's going to walk forward, trip over, and break his neck. 
I it's super special, it, and it deserves its accolades. If if there were ever to be a, def- a definitive one, but we don't pick that. If there were to be, that is it, and it's going to sweep up at the Jeff Awards. It's <laughs> Jeff Awards, yeah. It's but I, 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 thank you for running that gadget. Thank you for running it. Um, you did it with a plum. Thank you. Congratulations. Round of applause. Um, we do have feedback but, as well. I was just about to say, do we have feedback? We do. So we're going to start with uh, Jack Chambers Ward of Sequelizer's fame, one of our lovely patrons. Yeah. Uh, Never heard of him. He got you killed. Don't hold grudges for too long, mate. Don't hold them forever. <laughs> uh, it's obvious, but Baldur's Gate 3 is the clear winner for me. It exceeded yeah, every other shit. game exceeded <laughs> every other game in a genre I love so dearly and a franchise that means so much to me. Honourable mention to Sea of Stars, though. I know Oodles loved that as much as I did. I did. Top ten. I'm going to... Uh, we're, do, we're doing honourable mentions in the uh, green room, incidentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Oops, I mentioned mine. Chris, uh, Christopher Love, otherwise known as Debbie Punk, has said, Dave the Diver, you cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of us... That's the full that. title. That's yeah, I don't think any... <laughs> Now, he'll, he'll hate me again. I mean, he hates me anyway, but I played the demo of Dave the Diver, and I'm glad I played the demo because I didn't want to continue. Oh. And everyone tells me I should love it, but then again, when you do... And this is a, a curse of demo. Sometimes when you know it's a demo, you don't care. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. You're skipping dialogue. You're just not... It's a fucking demo. You've got an hour to play this game. So maybe, maybe I should just get... Because everyone tells me that you'll love it. So maybe I should. David the Diver. So Planty didn't get the message on what we were doing this week, so he sent me not only um, his Game of the Year feedback, but also normal feedback. So we're going to do both, just to, just so he hasn't God, wasted the God effort. Bless him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, we also need to check up on his on the state of his man flu. That's as bad as ours. That's so, really bad. So he said, well, me modern chums, I didn't succumb to my illness last week, and just as well because someone's got to give the gift of shit film reviews. <laughs> This week we started our Christmas film watching. We love a good Christmas film in this house. Starting with The Santa Claus, which is not a good Christmas movie. It might be almost 30 years old. Fucking don't say that, Planty. Don't say that. The film is 30 years old. It is, mate. It is. But there's no no excuse for 90 minutes of fatphobic jokes, crappy CGI, and one of the most annoying shit boy child actors ever graced the screen. I bet it still gets candy hot and bothered, though, the pervert that she is. Well, you know me too well. <laughs> yeah, you're a ho ho ho. <laughs> I got a thing for Santa. I can't help it. Is that the one with um, Tim Allen? Tim yes. Allen. That's why I went. Uh. From the ridiculous to the sublimely slashery. So Candy's uh, uh, view again. It's a wonderful knife. Is a play on my favorite film of all time. It's a wonderful life. Where the survivor of a slasher horror attack sees what life would have been if she'd never been born. Funny, sweet, gruesome, and a role for X Files, the smoking man, who we all assumed Ooh. was dead. Of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Finally, we started Christmas episodes this week at 100 Things We Learned from Film with the classic Gremlins. We talk about the puppets, Samantha Mumba, and Robbie the Robot. Samantha Mumba's not in. Gremlins. I, I, assume there's some, some, I assume there's some tangential link. There um, is in the time machine, though. We've we Guy Pierce. There's got to go. We're that. just sitting down to watch the definitive Christmas film that people argue about on every Christmas. Muppets. Oh, is it a Christmas film or oh, isn't it? That's right. Batman Returns. 
That's you fucking what, mate? It's not Christmas in our house until Danny DeVito spits out some black gunk. Yeah, it is a Christmas film. A Christmas film. I guess it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I don't you mention it. No, it is. I mean, it's don't not bo- the Muppets, d- d- is d- it? But... Don't both the Keaton Batman films take place at Christmas? Yes. Winter, yeah. Definitely both winter. First, yeah. second one more, so there's definitely yeah. like, Christmas There's a trees. carnival. There's a Christmas yeah. carnival and stuff. <laughs> so onto, onto his Game of the Year thing uh, when I corrected him. So he says, it's a short list of <laughs> a short list of three for me. I did. I did tell him off. <laughs> In fact, I specifically said, we're, we're, asking, we're looking for Game of the Year picks this year, uh, this week. And he said, ah, you Ding bastards. <laughs> so he says, it's a short list of three for me. Dredge. I played the demo until it was dark. It literally Ooh, made me forget my surroundings. Games do not do that for me, which is why I pre-ordered it the same night. Yeah, because he's got taste. And yeah. is, is that this year's game as well? Are you listening bigger from this year? Uh, next up, he says, Mario and Rabbids Spark of Hope replaced my usual holiday reads. There's just I've something about, about turn-based games that a 40-plus-year-old man can't get enough of. Something about slowing reflexes and wanker's wrist. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which brings me to the overwhelming winner, Baldur's Gate 3. Never have right. I put more time into this game than the last two may have had yeah, sorry, um, never have I put more time into the game in the last two months than I have my marriage, which may have had catastrophic <laughs> repercussions on my relationship with Rachel, but that's okay because I've always got Shadowheart or Gale. Oh, Shadowheart. <laughs> She's my bae. <laughs> I think the last time I loved characters this much, they were called Ares, Yuffie, and Sid, <laughs> and they looked like they were made of triangles. <laughs> <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 wins not only because it's fun to play but I feel real attachment to the characters except Will fuck Will yeah well shit but only after but only after Shadowheart and <sighs> Gale Will's- 5 out of 5 would molest them all again Will's boring <laughs> but he's uh, he's actually I've lost my ear bud his actual his actual attacks are great but you, you mean when he starts blasting yeah if you're just clever like me, you turn a starion into Will. I'm going to, I think. <laughs> so, moving on, because this pod's going on too long, Lee Davies has said, well, this is tricky because I feel like Baldur's Gate 3 would be a contender, but I only started it's it last right. weekend and I'm still in Act 1. So, out of the games I've finished, it's Tears of the Kingdom. I, oh, shit, that was this year. <laughs> yeah, that was this. It's been a fucking good year. Um oh, fuck. He also says, that. I'd put Jedi Fallen Order... S- yep. Uh, it would be Jedi Survivor, wouldn't it? Spider Spider Man Two and the Resi Four remake up there too. Yeah, yeah, really good, really good picks. What are you fucking here, man? Super Natty Cat has vomited over the internet at us again. She says, she "I've not played many game any games uh, this year, other than quick five minute pick up and put down games because you know I pushed a human out of my vagina." <laughs> yeah, you haven't got that excuse, Biggie. <laughs> out of these games, my choice would be the Quarry. I played it with Candy and Acid Pearl, and it was bloody fantastic. Was that this year? We lit- Good. No. I well, just, I just the, game, my the game was it. <laughs> we literally yeah, I dropped my pod. You've messed your mic up. We're fucking we're ruined. <laughs> I didn't know I'd done Fucking there. professionals, man. We're not going to financially recover from this. We literally fumbled our way through, got everyone killed through our shitty life choices, and didn't even get to the bottom of the story because we were all genuinely that shit. But we laughed, we jumped, we cried, we made questionable decisions, and overall I spent time with two of my lovely friends. And the camp motto, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, got replaced with what doesn't kill you makes you Sonya. Sonya from EastEnders. It was mostly, <laughs> like when I say we were playing it, it, it was mostly just screaming. 
Lots of screaming. Sonia from EastEnders. What does that mean? Character Sonia from EastEnders. Yeah, what does Kelly make Sonia? And, and she says, this is still written on a post-it note in my office. I giggle every time I read it. Also, pop, pop, peanut butter, butter pop. Pop, pop, peanut butter, butter. This is an insight into the mind of This is why our pods can't go on for quite so long. I get pissed. I've broken my mic. I've fumbled my words. You know we've got a full month for this, don't you? This is why Christmas brings alcoholism. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Okay, moving on. Uh, Zenos has said, I agree with Jack Chambers Ward. Despite strong competition across the board, Baldur's Gate 3 has to take it for me. On top of the years work that have got the years of work that's gone into it, the quality of the acting, because don't forget every NPC is motion captured. And if you have a conversation with them, someone did that physical performance too. But they are still working on it and adding new scenes. Patch 5 went up this week and added a whole new epilogue scene to wrap up where everyone is six months later. Add in the epic scale modding community, and I think this might have more work put into it than any other game I've ever played. It's genuinely once in a generation. Yep. I think basically covered everything that we said there. Yep. And last up, as usual, best boy Angry Kurt. Uh, he said, at the start of this year, or any year for that matter, I would have never expected a horror game to be my game of the year. In fact, my top two were horror games. I fully expected Tears of the Kingdom to be my gotti, but at the start of the year... Uh, sorry, it's Tears of the Kingdom to be my gotti at the start of the year, but no. The prize goes to the Resident Evil 4 remake. It's a great remake. I'm so glad I gave this a go and, it, and didn't let my aversion to horror games get the better of me. Having not played it before, maybe it was fresher for me than others, but this will go down as a classic in my eyes. What really stood out to me was the pacing from start to finish. There's not a dull bit or part I didn't like. I was on the edge of my seat throughout, and despite being a tense experience, it's actually also really fun to play. There's still a month left in the air, and I could only see Mario Wonder maybe taking top spot, which I'm getting for Christmas, but I don't think it will. Honourable mentions go to Dead Space, Pikmin 4, The Crew Motor First, F123, Super Mario RPG, Hi-Fi Rush, Venba, and of course, Tears of the Kingdom. Hmm. Do you reckon Kurt play Baldur's Gate 3, mate? Do it. I don't think it's his kind of game, but I'd, li- I'd like to see what he thinks of it. It's not my kind of game. <laughs> it, is. it is. It is. Fair <laughs> stats. Yeah. yeah. Play it, mate. Uh, that's good. Good. Uh, I like that our listeners have got taste and decorum, and I like that Super Nighty Cat wrote in. So... <laughs> <laughs> all our extracurricular activities are available in our show notes and at modernescapism.co.uk I'm gonna, we've been going on too long Candyland <laughs> oh yeah I've got that to do haven't I <laughs> Almost gave myself food poisoning today. Chicken, <laughs> and that's Candyland. And that's Candyland. No, didn't read uh, the maybe right, again. So, chickens. Yeah, didn't take it out of the packet. Yeah, I thought I'd have it rare. Chickens, are they more dangerous, dead or alive? Dead. Uh, you can get salmonella. You can choke on their bones. Alive, what can they really do? Peck you. Although they are directly no, you, you can scratch the Lyme fuckhead. disease from them. Yeah, you can scr- then scratch the fuck out. You can give you Lyme disease. Gadget and oh, I yeah, saw the that biggest shit. cock. This weekend. Oh. No, I, oh, I missed out. <laughs> How big yeah, we, was that fucking so, cockerel? So, for, so, for, 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 for context, uh, 
it was Pip's birthday weekend this weekend. We rented out an Airbnb, like a large Airbnb. You stick shared a bed bag. A lot of our it. friends come up and Stig, uh, Stig came up for it. And the Airbnb was on a farm in Northumberland. Beautiful place. Like just wonderful views all the way around. And they had chickens that had no road sense. <laughs> but not only did they have chickens, but the rooster was fucking massive. It's fucking huge. <laughs> like a T-Rex. He's bigger than my PC. I say, I say, I say again. That's a big PC. <laughs> that boy. Yeah. He, it, rid- <laughs> ridiculous. Big racist chicken. Boy. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, but he was also really black. I ain't talking oh, about right, racist, so though. I'm get talking away about chickens. Well, the chicken, I, I, chickens. I mean, I, mean, I mean, the hens that they had there were, were pretty big. They were also morons. So, <laughs> well, uh, are they that dangerous, I mean, then, if they're morons? A little bit, a bit of nature chat now for you, Candy. So, again, when it comes to chickens... I get, I've, gadgets onto a it's, it's the roosters that do the, the treading, you know, and they cut yeah. the fuck up of a chicken. And they're the nasty ones. The hens are lovely, just women. Just lovely women. Around going, yeah, just <laughs> lovely women running <laughs> just, around. The nice, nice. They're just normal nice women. I, I, I want to have yeah, yeah. yeah. some women. Having a tea. <laughs> tea. I just do want to bring this back. You've seen back. chicken run. I want to bring this back. How, how did you need to give yourself food poisoning? Did I didn't do? cook the chicken properly. I'm still getting used to my air fryer. Did you not Eight minutes isn't it? enough. Was it pink? <laughs> Maybe. Well, you don't <laughs> eat pink chicken. Yeah, well, no, I didn't know this until you I threw it half back of it. Cut it in half in the middle and throw it back in the, the air fryer. Test. I never, I never eat chicken before cutting into it and checking. Oh, how am I supposed to yeah. know? I am not responsible. You cut into it! I'm, like, oh, God, I'm only responsible for myself. Like... Candy, yeah, you're a forty-five-year-old woman. You should know better. <laughs> what's, what's what's Panda going to do if you die of chicken poisoning? Yeah, can I I'll point eat out the that chicken you and are eat responsible candy. for Panda as well? <laughs> yeah, eat me. No, but cats cats can eat raw chicken. That's all right. They can. And people, their intestines aren't long enough. Yeah, I'm drunk. Candy, um, <laughs> you need to come with a health warning on your back. I think she needs a carer. Yeah. Oh, Carrie, yeah. I don't think Carrie needs a husband or anything like that. It's like an actual carer. Like so, like someone's going, yeah. no, 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 just move away from that, that shop. I, I need a husband, like a health, carer, and a financial Health partner. advisors or something. They don't call them carers anymore. <laughs> what do they call them? That's the nice politically correct word. Social workers. Home help. Men in white coats. <laughs> a padded cell. <laughs> yeah, straight jacket. Well, if someone's offering out Bullshit. there is offering to be my personal chef, so I don't get the food poisoning. Have... Yeah. Maybe stick with maybe stick with vegetables, mate. Nuggies, chicken nuggies. No one, no one got food poisoning from nuggies. <sighs> That's could. not real chicken. If you don't cook them right, you will. Yeah, you could. You don't want to eat a raw. Do one. they not come cooked though? <laughs> like you don't get a pink chicken nuggie if you cut. Half... The ones from the supermarkets do, but if you're making your own, you're not. You're not doing that. Are you? Look at her face. <laughs> what do you mean, make your own? Oh, whatever. <laughs> You can't make Chicken, your own nuggets. Shit, I've made my own nuggets. I I make them for the kids, and I can't just, even cook. It's just bits of bits of chicken breast battered and deep fried. Yeah. Why would you do that off? though when you yeah. can buy them? Do you know what the fuck? Because the taste when you make nuggets better when well. you make it yourself. <laughs> That's bullshit. Candy, this will blow your mind. No. When you make your own nuggets, the fucked up thing is you use egg. No. Get... Are you actually using an embryo what? of a chicken to create a nugget? <laughs> I just went through all the emotions then. <laughs> just buy frozen nuggets. No, don't buy frozen nuggets. No, They're we terrible. know how to do it. It's you that needs to buy frozen nuggets. Yeah. This can, this no week's candy line has been brought to you by Birdseye. 
Exceedingly good cakes. We're leaving it at that. If you're a patron, meet us in the big room. Exceedingly good cakes. Mr. Kipling. No, we're not, Oodles. You are? No, we're not. We're not what? I'm not leaving it at that. Why not? Because Kenny Potter comes out on Monday if you are a Patreon. And also, our live show is on Saturday the 16th on Twitch at 8pm. Come and join us for our Christmas do end of the year extravaganza where there will be alcohol, there will be shenanigans and there will be Secret Santa. And we're we're talking about the best shit of the year. (laughs) Yeah. Cheers, Stig. You're a a, a beauty. You're better than all of us, mate. Fact. See you soon in the green room for all you cheapskates. See you whenever. Bye. 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 Bye.